to the Writing on Games cast. It is May 3rd, 2017, and this is our 40-something 40 40th episode. 40, 45th. 40, 45th. Look at that. Yeah. 45 years old. Gotta love it. <laughs> I am Nico Blakely, and with me, as always, is your glorious host boy, Hamish Black. How you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> It's been it's been a it's been a week, but uh, um, there's been a few weeks that is you know getting through it. There you go. Uh, you, you getting it, through it. Getting through it. That's the end of the writing on games cast. We'll see you next week. Uh, <laughs> That'd be great if we just buy a little a little pick me up cast. Hey yeah. guys, how you doing? Doing great. Hello. Bye. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing, man? I'm doing okay. I. I escaped the woods this weekend. Oh yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. You went, you went fucking camping. I mean, I, I say that, I say that like, oh shit, because we've been talking for about a fucking hour before this, trying to sort out like recording the fucking podcast, and then just it was, it was all business talk, yeah. And then just resorting to our old ways anyway. Um, oh god, uh, but yeah, how, how was the woods? Did you get eaten? Uh, ju- oh, by a lot of a lot of various. Um, bugs. Yes, I did actually get right, eaten. Okay. Like quite a few bites all over my body. Um, anybody who, well, when it got darker, anyone who pulled out a cell phone was immediately swarmed by the little glow from their phone. Yeah. Attracted every single little guy. Yeah. It was good. We just got like really drunk and uh, hung around and burned yeah. various foods and then ate them when they were burned enough. Fucking right. And we usually grab a boat at a nearby lake, but uh, we didn't anticipate that it would be as popular this year because the the lake around where I, my hometown uh, was suffering because of a drought. I live in California, <laughs> where almost always in some sort of drought here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so now the the lake got a lot of love from the rain this year, and we didn't anticipate that that would mean that like five million people would be in front of us on a waiting list to get a boat like we do every year. So no boat this year. I mean, we, we should we should yeah, we should say that this is like this is this is a tradition that you do for your birthday essentially. Yeah, it didn't actually. It's funny we were actually talking about that on the trip. Like, how, how did we start coming up here? Because we think like it started just being like, oh, it's my birthday. What do you want to do, Nico? Let's just do that camping thing in that place we always go to. And like that's <laughs> kind of how it originated. But now it's become like my thing. It's weird. It's like a I inherited it because originally our the first birthday we went out to was a. Actually, it's a meaningful campsite, by the way. I broke straight edge out there. And um, <laughs> I did. And, I uh, you, was, for some reason, I thought you were meaning this year. And I'm like, since when were you fucking straight edge? Like, no, no. Gee, what are you, crazy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, like, I would have been like 18 or 19. Yeah, but okay. um, yeah, it was like my friend's 21st when we went out there like years ago. And uh, he was like, oh, I'm 21 now. I'm going to go buy beer. He's like, I'll come with you and I'll drink beer as well. You know, yeah. uh, I don't contone Fuck underage drinking, threat. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot this isn't a this is, I live in America not uh Britain uh 19 is far too young to be drinking alcohol shame on you if you think of doing what I do do as I say not as I do <laughs> totally just casually flipped out the ah you know underage drinking it's what this country is built on right <laughs> yeah exactly how are you doing Hamish I, <laughs> let's get the heat I, off I, me I, now I encourage anyone Anyone 21 years or younger to get into drinking, it really helps every, every problem. Uh, no, actually, for, 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 the record, for the record, I do not think that don't drink ever is bad. I say this as I'm drinking a beer. Literally just, if, if 
look look around your surroundings. If you're in your house, what you believe to be your house, I, drink I, the beer. I, I believe. I believe. If you're in a car, I believe, maybe no. I believe the construct in which I'm I'm currently uh, like enclosed in. I believe that on on some kind of physical metaphysical level, whatever you want to say it is, I believe this is my house. You ever, you ever remember when you're home? Didn't feel like you're home anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what? This has been the writing on Gamescast. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> man, I got too real. <laughs> man. <laughs> fucking, oh, God. It's just... Uh, my, mind, my mind is fried. <laughs> it's just been... It's going to be a... It's going to be a smear cast today. I'm calling... I'm, I'm, I'll lay out the forecast for y'all listening right now. Where it's a... Uh, we're pretty loose right now. Yeah, exactly. No, it's just, uh, I don't know, it's just visas and fucking computer troubles and fucking everything else and money and jobs and fuck, oh. Hey, man, this is this is what we're here on this planet for, is to deal with these problems, Exactly, you know? exactly. That's what we're here on this podcast for. We're here to offer advice to everyone. We're an advice cast now. Or at um, the very least, provide a... An adequate distraction while you procrastinate getting your shit done. That, I mean, you joke, but that is actually what this podcast is to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like, okay, I get a few hours where I can just laugh about how dumb video games are a week and not have to worry about the excruciating pain of real life. There you go. That's, yeah, exactly. Some people play video games for that reason, but we had to go one step further and talk about them, too. <laughs> video games aren't enough anymore. Yeah, man, they haven't been enough since I was like 15 for that. Yeah, I can't just escape through a video game anymore. Exactly, yeah. Video, game, video games are my reality, man. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's been it's been kind of thing after thing after thing. And I'm a, I'm a little bit tired. So it's just, uh, yeah, but we're, you know, we're high, we're high energy podcast, Nico. We're going to do this. We're going to get this done. Okay. Get sure. I mean, whatever you say. I'm, I'm, I'm falling asleep as we speak. But <laughs> Nico, we're gonna talk about some motherfucking video games. The fuck? I actually, the fuck have I, you been I, playing? I, okay, can I just say uh, this is like one of those like you know like uh, it's not technically a video game, but I I have gamed life in a way where it's, I finally conquered my bad sleep schedule and I'm like back on a decent one. <laughs> it's a, it's an a, it's an ARG. Yeah, like, like I don't know, dude. Camping, camping. You ever want to? You ever want your like? If you think your sleep schedule's fucked, like going to bed at four or some terribleness like yeah. that, which is what I was suffering from from a couple months, uh, like, yeah, yeah, last yeah. couple months. Like, go camping. I don't care what you were waking up or going to sleep at. Then you're just gonna want to go to bed around midnight, and then you auto wake up at around nine or eight. Even I, it's I, fucking. I have been great. going. I've been going to bed around four or five for the last. Maybe three years. <laughs> Jesus, I, I I sympathize with you on that. Uh, you know, I'm a fellow. I, I'm not an insomniac. Like, uh, yeah, like I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, like this. This is not. This is not like insom. I, I like I say this is someone who used to suffer from pretty bad insomnia as well. This is just turning into like Hamish is a fucking wreck of a human being. Cast and it's great. I've always wondered: is insomnia? Can you say it after the fact? Like I have insomnia. Yeah, is. Does having the capability to be an insomniac just make you an insomniac? 
You know what I, I mean? I, I or is know. it a thing that goes away? I mean, because, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I sleep very kind of, like, patchily. Is that a word? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, hey. and, and, well, I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of fairly broken. And, I, I, like, I'm used to surviving on very, very little sleep. Um, but, you know, I, I used to go, like, days and days without you know without sleep when i when i was in university and like uh living near there i was just uh, for some reason i was just in a very bad state and just didn't sleep sometimes and it was it was fucking rough <laughs> um and yeah. uh yeah so like I, I i don't know and then now it's just gotten to a stage where it's like okay i can i can sleep but you know i'm kind of nocturnal <laughs> it's uh um I, I, I don't know, it's just always kind of the way I've been. But that's actually one thing I'm kind of looking forward to in terms of the E3 trip, which is like, you, you, like I'm just, I'm just <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to a different time zone, but I'm also going to a different time zone where you might be sleeping weird or whatever, so that that both of us being imbalanced might actually make it slightly better for when I come back. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It'll be... We'll yeah, I think you should just. I think you should let go and just let the let let time have its way with you when you get over here, and don't yeah. try to like just you know and see what happens. Yeah. I think it might work out good for you. Yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see what happens. Otherwise, I'll just take you camping, and then we'll get you sorted out. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we we you know I I've been I I I, I think I I'm I, my visa is being posted to me. As we speak, it's been delivered yeah. by courier, so you know we we should be all good to go. Um, we found out this week that we're probably not gonna get into the fucking Bethesda press conference or whatever. But fuck it, <laughs> this is this is just basically turning into okay. E three is an excuse to go on holiday, <laughs> see my friend. <laughs> hey, we can just interview schmoes in the in the lines. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, get get the get the scoops on some sick cosplays, booth babes. We can we can hang out in the green room. Yeah, we, we we can wait actually, for people. We can actually go to the media room. It's true. We can which do something. Apparently, apparently has food in it. I don't know. So sold. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, that's where I'm making camp for the entirety of E3. I'm just gonna whip out a laptop and watch a stream. Hey, I can bring a laptop. I just realized. Uh, weird. Yeah. I'm not a guy who brings laptops to places, but this seems like a place you do bring. A laptop yeah, exactly. To. <laughs> like, that, like part of the reason I want to go to see, see if we can get into any press conferences is so that like we can be those guys that you hear all the cheering like yeah 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 when but then the camera just shows you a bunch of like tech nerds on their fucking laptops just live tweeting and not showing any emotion whatsoever um, i want to be the guy who says it better not be fallout 4 like from the game awards <laughs> kudos to that guy i want to be i want to be want to be the guy that gets paid to be a cosplayer and just oh god let's make a meme right now engage <laughs> God, that's so, that's so the worst. Oh god. Um, but yeah, I'll see if we I'll, I'll see if we can get into. <laughs> so, like, right now is basically like, like what the way I always think about the way I have covered E three in the past has always been more about like the context of E three rather than the conference itself. Like, I talk a little bit about the gate. Like, if you go back and watch like my videos on like, well, actually. Well, I, I did a video on E3 last year, and a video before that on 
I think it was Microsoft Gamescom briefing of like 2015. And those are kind of more about like the theatrics of press conferences and how press conferences have moved more from okay, this is this is a trade focused thing to this is a very public focused thing, and how does that f- like factor into how necessary this is and stuff? Like you know, so this year will pretty much be like largely the same thing, I guess. Like ho- hopefully, you know, I'm I, I, like. Um, hopefully we'll be able to sort out some interviews with like developers and stuff like that um get some demos and everything but you know it's kind of like if if shit doesn't work out like that then it's kind of okay because i feel like we'll still get some some useful uh, like knowledge of how the conference works on some level you know and the, the the context of that is really interesting to me and i think i can put that in a way that will be interesting to other people as well so regardless of whether or not we yeah. get into fucking conferences or whatever we will still be able to get some interesting content out of it and stuff um so people will get to see you man yes yeah, it's, it's gonna be weird like, like we're, actually, we're, actually, we're actually gonna do like fucking filming stuff it's uh i mean i i've shown i've shown my face on the channel before but it's uh you walking around running around benching people though? yeah exactly yeah we're gonna do we're gonna do writing on gains um which is my twitter handle now because fucking because i'm an idiot <laughs> um uh yeah um but yeah you know that'll, that'll be that'll be fun and then we'll just kind of have like i guess we'll we'll maybe do some streams or something like that and fucking i don't know we'll, we'll i mean we'll just hang out and just i there you can show me san francisco no not san francisco la <laughs> i always get that fucking mixed up for some reason opposite um, end of the coast <laughs> um but yeah i, I don't know it'll, it'll be fun I'm, I'm i'm very i'm very very excited for it now so uh i mean i was always excited for it but given the the time i've had recently i'm just like i could really do with getting the fuck out of the country <laughs> so um yeah yeah, yeah come one. to america we're doing great yeah exactly yeah yeah it's uh you know uh out of the frying pan into the fire so um <laughs> but uh but yeah so that, that that's that's e3 i guess we'll be we'll be sorting out more stuff we'll have some more stuff to announce near the time i guess but uh for now let's talk about some fucking some fucking video games, baby. Vidya. Vidya. And the men who love them. Uh, yeah, that's the name of my book. That's the name of my autobi- autobiography. Um, you can see that <laughs> coming out on um, on write- Writing on Games Press. Is that... Uh, uh, writing on Books. Writing on Games Press. That's got to be a thing. Right? Write- writing on Books. There we go. Um, but yeah, video games. <laughs> Have you been playing them, Nico? I've played games. Have you? Uh, you've, you've played a video game? Uh, once or twice, yeah. Holy shit! I made the right choice. I made the right choice getting you on this podcast. <laughs> I played video games. Ask me anything. <laughs> <laughs> A unique perspective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, what, what games have you been playing, man? I've been chugging away at the old Breath of the Wild. Mm. Um, I just got in the big camel. <laughs> All right, yeah, 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 the big, the, yeah. 
just climb right, right inside you actually can't give any you can't give anyone an idea of where you are because it's like oh i just got to the camel but it's like you could arguably do that first if you really want you know like, yeah exactly all of these things you could do from the very start of the game so it, it feels like almost redundant to say exactly what i've been doing i've been do i've been playing it uh, how, um, how many hours have you put into it like 50 i'm like really behind everyone else i'm like really behind I mean, like, to be, to Persona be honest, came out of nowhere and ruined my life, and everyone else has got like hundred hours catalogued. I, I and I've completed that game in about fifty, sixty, maybe. I mean, like, yeah, that's the thing. I could totally, I, I have confidence that I could go and have like a pretty nice Ganon fight at the end. Now, like, yeah, I just, you know, I've got two and a half stamina bars, and I haven't reached the second row of hearts yet. But like, I, you know, I'm good enough at the fighting now where I don't think it'd be yeah, that hard. Yeah, I mean, honestly. I mean, because Joseph Anderson just brought out a video kind of breaking down everything in that game, and it's really good, and you should watch it. Um, he does a, he does a thing on how defense works in that game, and essentially, like if you upgrade certain types of armor, you can break that game in terms of health and stuff like that. Like I think you, I might have done that actually with the Hylian soldier armor stuff, yeah, like the, yeah. the the basic like you know straight up armor armor i have it upgraded twice and when i put the whole thing on even th those guardian guys that used to kill me in one swipe of the sword it now takes off like a fourth of my health oh uh, yeah yeah i mean well you, like you can get it so that uh, i mean because because the way the points work it's it like it, I, I can't really remember the exact the exact nature of it but it's like the way the points add up in terms of your defense thing it's it, it, it's, it's not like the enemy scale to that it's it like so you can get it so that an enemy like you basically negate any enemy damage essentially like the enemy Jesus. the enemy will always give you at least a quarter heart of damage from every hit but you can get it so that an enemy that if you were naked for example would take off like all your health like if you had like 13 hearts or something will now take off a quarter heart Jesus it, it, Christ! It's, it's it's broken. It like is it, in like go go and watch that video. It breaks it down into like you know it breaks it down really really well. Um, but yeah, it, it, like it, and essentially like the way he was the way he was kind of talking about it, it's like the Ganon fight at the end is actually like one of the easier fights. And if you do all the divine beasts and stuff, then it just becomes like absolutely trivial. Um. And that's kind of what i want for my end game honestly though yeah yeah yeah, yeah everyone's totally, always yeah. like i want i want it to be a big fight it's like no dude we already like it's contextually the way this game story would pan out i want to come back and rip this guy in half yeah it's, no it's, no fuss you it's know the like, journey not the destination you know that's i think that's pretty much breath breath of the wild in a nutshell is like you know you kind of by the end of the game it's it's like the whole thing is that you've built yourself up like all the hardship is really at the start as you kind of internalize the ways in which this world works you kind of build up your gear and your weapons and everything and then by the yeah. end you are this kind of unstoppable warrior and you beat and Ganon then there's and a reason it. there's legends written about you in all the other games you know it's, for sure yeah. i like that stuff it's yeah totally every link has always been as strong as his items he's never been like you know that's the character in every game and so mm -hmm. Like, this one, you just feel that power build over this entire game. Like, I haven't even gotten the the good shit yet, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. The yeah. 
I, I, I hate dancing around this part of the game, but it's like, I mean, I'll, like I'm just gonna fucking say it, man. There's a master sword in the game. Yeah, no I mean, shit. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, obviously, it's a, it, the game is like two months old at this point. Like, anyway, I, I, I dance around the master sword every time I bring it up on the podcast, though. And it's like, I, 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 at this I, rate, you know, I, I danced around it like when when you just like before you started playing the game and like obviously after a while but like yeah i, I think it's more of a spoiler where it would be and not not like you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah i would yeah, never yeah. tell anyone that if you haven't gotten to where it is but i mean the first day this game came out i saw someone on my facebook of all places be like oh like that feeling when you immediately find the master sword <laughs> <laughs> but can't grab it and i was like oh man what is that like that 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 was the, that was the thing that was like okay I, I i found out that that sword didn't break and so i was like okay i'm gonna get that sword and it's like you know obviously it's it, you know it uses up energy and then after a while you can't use it for a good chunk of time um well oh well uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> coming uh, soon <laughs> wait what no, oh, did you not? Uh, did you I, not see I, that on the? Well, that's news, I guess. We'll save that for news. Okay, we'll save it. For, like, I, I haven't actually seen the DLC stuff yet, so that there is a DLC thing like built entirely around that aspect of the Master Sword that right. does something. Okay, yeah, like <laughs> fair enough. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, like I, I love this game. Yeah. it's just I, 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 I'm now getting to the point with this game where it's like, man, I gotta like start focusing on the plot a bit more like yeah ugh. yeah i mean it, also i haven't i haven't found a lot of shrines i've realized i've only done like 50 shrines which yeah. is nuts because there's so many whenever i see other pictures of people's maps and stuff but i can't find these fuckers anymore like it's, it's like there's like 120 or something i think yeah and it, yeah i've only done a fourth or something or just just a little yeah. bit over uh, i did yeah. oh one of the best things i've ever seen in the game though is i just i i did even tied isle uh, yes. Yep. Yep. That's yep. amazing. Yeah. yeah that that, was great. That, that, that's that's the one where it strips you of everything, isn't it? Yeah, just a little yeah. castaway segment. It's just a shrine thing, but it's it's cool. It's 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 really great. Um, because uh, I I unfortunately had its uniqueness a bit ruined afterwards. Because like literally the la- after I left the island, I found a, a similar challenge not too far away, and it was weird. Like the, yeah. the thing you have to do to kind of complete it, you know, like these spheres or whatever. But it's like. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That was kind of weird, but it still worked. It's. I don't know. I like. I like these little. I. I. I like the shrine challenges that don't take place in shrines. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's, the ones it, where like the reward for completing the puzzle is okay. Just walk into the shrine. There you go. You win. Like. Yeah. It's. It's pretty neat. The. Uh, I believe the one that I found afterwards was like there was a mountain somewhere and there's a little stone tablet and you have to kill this family of giants. On the oh, mountain, right, okay. Like three, three of the Henoks. He- yeah, Henoks. He- yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I know. I know the one you're talking about. Actually, yeah. It, that was fun, but I couldn't help think. I was like, man, the out, like the 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 busy work of this challenge is exactly what I was doing on Eventide Isle. And yeah, I, that was, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and I guess that's you know it's not my own fault because you know how could I have known I was about to find that challenge? But it it was a little bit of a bummer to immediately run into Eventide Isle, but easier. Right yeah, after doing sure. Eventide Isle. That was like kind of what I felt. Uh, I'm at the point where a Henox fight is like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah. You run up to him, just clip him in the ankle with a guardian sword. You ruin his ass. Just... I mean, that that was one of the things with the boss fights in general in that game was like, you know, and again, Joseph Anderson brings it up in his video. Um, 
where like because because I basically I saw the master sword didn't break you know in very commas and um it really shouldn't so I'm glad that's a thing yeah but like, 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 if, the, if the master sword could break could you fucking imagine <laughs> that'd be so good you just spend so long getting it and it just it's gone um it's but, got five hits in it <laughs> but like that was like okay I need to build up my health to get that and it was and I you know I obviously sacrificed maybe some stamina that I could have used but um I, I just basically went to shrines, got the health upgrades, and then went back and got the master sword, and it and then but by like it wasn't necessarily like having the master sword that did that that trivialized the boss fights. It was having to go into areas that I maybe didn't like. I maybe wasn't at, like at the level for, and getting weapons there that that prepared me better for the boss fights to a point where the boss fights themselves were actually like they were nothing it it, it was ridiculously easy like basically I, I built myself up before i did any of the divine beasts and then doing the divine beasts became like it was just like okay i'm like they were they were talking about it it's like oh they're you know this is gonna be tough link and i'm like it's not <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm fine with this i i died once to ganon because i didn't figure out what the what one of the tricks was to that fight and you know i'm, I'm saying that because i don't want to spoil the fight for you um but like yeah it's, it's it's like you get to a stage i i think you're probably nearing that stage now where actually completing the game will be a piece of piss for you <laughs> it's uh yeah so i wouldn't uh, yeah i guess like I don't know, the, the Hyrule, I've dipped in and out of Hyrule Castle trying to find a uh, another item that some dude on the road told me was in there. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, you know, like something like, there's a thing hidden deep in there. And I, I, I every once in a while, I kind of hop in and then run away because that place is kind of scary still. Like, yeah, it's just like, there's a lot of shit flying at you. And it's like, it's like the Wind Waker thing where near the end of Wind Waker, they just throw like three of the big time wasting enemies at you in one room and you just it's like you can't fight all three of them at once so you have to like run away and the first it's a lot of like the, the first huh? the, the first time i did it oh oh you okay sorry <laughs> sorry I, I just heard you twice it, all right okay that, that, like, like, like your voice cut into your own voice that was bizarre <laughs> sorry <laughs> fucking skype man oh jesus we need to get this is Discord. our final skype cast i swear to god <laughs> um yeah, like so. Basically, the first time I did it, um, I, I basically bypassed the castle. Like, it was, basically, I went around the side or like behind it via one of the towers that I'd unlocked, and I had the Zora like armor that let you swim up waterfalls, and. I just went up to one yeah. of the waterfalls, swam up there, ran away from all the like guardians and stuff, and then I was just in the bit for the Ganon fight, and it was like okay, <laughs> like so, that's hilarious. It so takes, I, so like I, all the epicness out of that crawl. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And then like so, so I then went back and did like went through the castle normally, and I was like, why the fuck would anyone do this? This is bullshit. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, obviously, there's like you know, good good gear and stuff like that, but uh, I was just like, I was, I was perfectly equipped to to deal with that ganon fight um so yeah it, 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 like the balancing in that game is weird like I, I i you know i know we've talked about how it's more about the journey than the destination but there's still an element of like by the time i got to 
those divine beast fights i was like man this is really fucking easy and it, it it would be so fucking difficult to actually like balance a game like that so that you know when when you can do all the done when you can do anything you want in that game from the start it kind of needs to all be at least somewhat accessible from the start so you can't really have like you know one divine beast be like so much harder than the other ones or whatever um you kind of get guided to the zora dungeon first i feel uh Uh, oh for sure uh it's well if hmm yeah that was the first place i went actually which one which one's zora is that the water one yeah those are the shark people yeah 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 fish people yeah so like i I, yeah that, that was kind of where i went first and i feel like a lot of people did that um uh, yeah it definitely does point you in the direction um because i believe that's also the first like two hours of that game if you really like if if you've still got your old zelda wheels on you like you would probably like that's how i felt like i i was in that mode of like oh, i'll do exactly what these people say go to this town because i'm still in not open world zelda mode so i kind of did just get shoved in that direction but i wonder I wonder did I wonder what the percentage on that is like how many yeah. people started at the Zora place as their first divine beast well, getting it, location it, it, it was more that I got directed to that first and then when it was like hey it's raining all the time and so you can't climb shit I was like well fuck this I'm I'm yeah. away bye and then I just went and and did like I tried to build myself up to a point where that just became really really easy so um yeah. I accidentally got to the the divine beast at the Zoras on my way to go meet the Zoras. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I met the guy and he was like, "Hey, follow me." Oh, you can't swim though. <laughs> it's just like, okay, <laughs> fuck you. And I just like wandered around for a bit, and then I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is this thing?" I, I didn't know what any of the divine beasts looked like. I like turned a corner or something, or like hopped over a mountain. Yeah, and then there's a fucking giant elephant thing. And I was like, ah. I mean, like, I didn't know what that was. That 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 is one of the joys of that game where it was for me it was uh the the fly the flying one um what are the birds called um the the oh god okay. the i ru- swear ru- it's changed in ru- most games but i i always called them the ruto but i guess that's yeah, not the, what the, 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 the ruto yeah i think that i think that makes sense uh, that, that's because oh it's because princess ruto is a zora from another game but uh, right. what the fuck are they called? this is gonna kill me now if i don't know f- figure this out is it ruta <laughs> uh oh, fuck no, but there's a dungeon in Breath of the Wild called Varuta. Yes, so, that, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah. Um, Ruto people, what the hell are they called? Bird, 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 bird race, Breath of the Wild. Um, it, Breath of the Wild fans in a flap as Bird Race appears. Thanks, you're okay. Rito. Rito, yes, that's it. Okay, oh, okay, they're in the Wind Waker. Okay, that's the only game I remember them fucking from is the Re- uh, Wind Waker. They were big, they were the mailmen in the Wind Waker. Right, and. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that, for me, that was just a thing of, like, I, I saw that thing flying, and I was like, holy fucking shit, what's going on here? <laughs> like, um, and that, that was, like, when, when I posted that Zelda video, and you and you were like, 
uh, <laughs> I thought there were planes in this game, and I was like, uh, "That's that's not entirely untrue." Yeah. Uh, that that was that was what I was referring to. Um, but then, there's some sassy commenter was like, "You can literally see a plane from the first five seconds of the game. It's not really a spoiler." And I was like, uh, <laughs> "You're an asshole," but okay. <laughs> like, also, also, I call bullshit on that. You can't see that plane. I walked yeah, back yeah. to the. I went to the resurrection place just to like call that guy out again and i was like i looked like every fucking direction i climbed on top of the damn thing i was like i can't see shit from here what are you talking about son just get out of here <laughs> weird ass writing on games commenter i see you <laughs> don't, don't talk to nico in the comment section if you see me you comment away exactly yeah do you know who nico is do you know who nico is yes <laughs> I don't need you telling me which planes are in Zelda and that. I was making a, I was making a goof about the Just Cause footage. Yeah. Thank you very much, <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. The, those those divine beasts are are cool, I guess. But did like, you, did you know that the Ritos are humans? What? I'm now just reading the the Zelda wiki on these people. <laughs> Apparently, they're not actually birds. They're bird people. I mean, okay. That, no, but like it specifically says they are like a mixture of birds and humans, which means like someone got down with a bird. Yeah, that's. And then this dude came out of it. I don't know. That sounds like most of Twitter nowadays. That's like I just realized like half the Zelda races are like some man or woman must have had sex with a with an animal. Yeah, like that's wanna, like half these races imply. Like I don't know the shark. Yeah, that that's not good. I don't I don't recommend you do that. I, like, Who knows how the Gorons got it? Like, every, Some guy had sex with a rock? Every, every, everyone was talking about, like, you know, oh, this, this, this sexy shark guy. It's like, it's, it's not really a sexy shark guy. It's, it's like a sexy guy whose head, who, who's like wearing a fucking shark hat. They like, just saw those pearly great great whites of his. <laughs> hey, see what I did there? And, and, <laughs> and they fell in love, you know? <laughs> oh god i just think yeah am i the only person that doesn't realize like, that, that guy's that guy's like sexiness is like played up for like a joke in the game right he's like, oh he doesn't yeah that's the, the internet has said he's sexy in the game he's just a chilling dude who just loves to give you the thumbs up you know he's like hey what's up blink we're bros boom you know yeah exactly I'm a buff yeah. shark man <laughs> buff, I'm a buff shark. shark man no no and that's, that's what i'm saying he's a, he's a buff man that wears a shark hat <laughs> I'm going to type in buff shark on Google. Hold on. Oh, don't do that. Wish me luck. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened? You don't get... Okay, okay I'm typing in I think buff I shark. Found the, I think I found the image you're going to use for this. <laughs> this is fucking... None of these are the fucking Zelda. None of these are the buff sharks from Zelda. <laughs> Not one. Not one. I... Just, I, I, I... I'm seeing Brock Lesnar uh, doing shark. Oh my! Oh, whoa! You ever you ever like find something from your childhood that you uh, don't remember until you're like looking at a picture of it? Are you talking about street sharks? I'm talking about street sharks, but I'm talking about the fact that I had no idea that in 1994 I was watching a damn ad for street sharks and Vin Diesel was the motherfucker hawking them to me. Wait, what? I, I'm gonna send you the link. Okay. Because I just found this USA Today. <laughs> <laughs> The real journalism. <laughs> I I just I just found Vin Diesel. Yeah, dude, he's got like a leather vest on, and he's holding a street shark. And he's like, dude, you want this? I had that street shark. <laughs> I remember seeing that commercial as a youngin and just being like, dude. I mean, you know, pe people say that Vin Diesel doesn't age. He looks pretty young here. 
It looks like Mr. Clean's um, hip-hop dancing son in this image. <laughs> I found a game called Ultimate Shark Simulator on Android, which just has a picture of a shark eating a fish that says, become a real shark. And I'm like, hell yeah. Fuck! <laughs> Dude, I was surprised we never got, like, Shark Simulator after Bear Simulator oh and all the simulation boom of the of the mid-2010s. Right, right. Sorry, everything is telling me that I need to start playing Second Life again because look at this fucking image. Oh, God! That's a skin. <laughs> God damn it. I, I'm laughing so hard. I have to pee now. <laughs> Uh, we might need to take a quick break. <laughs> the shark dude thing pushed me over the edge. I laughed so hard. I'm like, actually, damn near about to piss my pants. Okay, hold on. I love this thing. 17 best images about street sharks. Right, okay. Let's, let's go. Pee. Oh my god. <laughs> Hello. Oh my god. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was just uh, having a having a moment alone with the with the folks here, checking out buff sharks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this this second life buff shark that I've linked to has fucking like traps for days. It like his head doesn't look like a shark. It looks like someone put the shark. It looks like someone took a picture of a shark and put it through the face app and said, like, do the happy face. I would I would be so into playing as this if it like wore pants. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it makes me uncomfortable that it's just like some weird naked nude man's body, but then there's just a shark head. It's just like a little like sharks are hostile creatures, man. And when you attach like a like a like a human dick to that and like stuff, I don't know, it gets a little frightening. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, I definitely know what um, what the what the image for this week's podcast is going to be. Buff Sharkin. Buff Sharkin. That's the title. That's that's <laughs> Buff Sharkin. It sounds like the world's greatest like used car salesman name. <laughs> uh, Buff Sharkin here. <laughs> if you don't come down and <laughs> I, okay, buy, I, okay, buy this used car. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just found a Kickstarter <laughs> Kickstarter roundup for some for something called Buff Shark Buff Sharkman the game. Why are we not funding this? Yeah. All, that's it. All writing on games Patreon funds will now be fun, solely dedicated fun, to making fun, sure Buff Shark fun, comes funding out. unsuccessful. This project, this project's funding goal was not reached on June twentieth. It uh, it had a goal of two thousand pounds and reached five pounds. <laughs> well, do they get to keep their five pounds at least? And uh, one one backer donated the five pound pledge, which. The donator will receive a sketch of themselves with the buff shark man character drawn and signed by me. What about if I can I just be a buff shark in the drawing? No, no. You can only be beside the buff shark. Oh god, this looks worse than I ever could have. Hey, at least he's wearing pants. Um <laughs> Look exactly at that fucking I'm... comic. Look at that dog. That dog <laughs> is the best thing. No, scroll down. What is happening? Oh god. What is happening here? That's just the fun. We've gone down a hole, Nico. We have gone down a hole. Whilst walking, well, whilst taking a snack break from his quest to be a true hero, our fishy friend—he's not—they're not fishes. Okay. Our fishy friend finally finds someone in need. Change, change, pain, regret, sorrow. Luckily, he knew just what to do. Skaplush, like, like so, so. You're right. welcome. 
<laughs> so right. So this he gave a, he gave a homeless man chum. Yeah. So it's like this this buff shark that's wearing like a fucking muscle shirt. Um, is, is, ca- is carrying a chum bucket. This 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 homeless guy is asking for change. The the shark is, is talk is like in pain, regret, and sorrow, and then just pours some chum into his hand. Does the does the does Shark Man not communicate unless he's doing like a weird pseudo doggo meme type thing where he just has his emotions floating around his head, yeah. or is it like? Uh, Oh no, he says you're welcome at the I guess he can't talk. Well, so, oh so, god, he, he does the he does that white supremacist sign. Uh, yeah, he does, he does the okay thing, the, the alt right yeah. thing. Yeah. So but so Buff Sharkman is a member of the alt right. Um Dude. Just like that X B nine poster. Allow me to show my hand here and out myself as an old B nine poster, but someone who used to post on the B nine was photographed at the White House rocking the alt right. Oh definitely not racist symbol, but oh. That's. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I I feel that, you know, if if you if you like hardcore, you're probably a racist. So, or you can be <laughs> easily swayed towards the racism for sure. <laughs> hey, you know, oh, who would have thought a a music scene that is aimed at mostly like downtrodden, uh, poor white people? Yeah, exactly. usually breeds a lot of racism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> who, who knew there'd be like so, there's a connection there? Who, who knew they'd be so inclined towards populism? <laughs> <laughs> hey now, this is a scene that's not racist. This scene made screwdriver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the Writing on Games cast, your number one video game podcast. Uh <laughs> giving you giving you tiny qu- quips of hardcore history. <laughs> what wait, we were talking about Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Yeah, it's a breath of fresh air. There you go. There you go. There you go. It's a buff, yeah, it's a buff. I mean, like, how many times have we it's talked buff, about this game? It's, like, a buff, it's, it's, it's a buff of shark here. There we go. Um, well, should we just? I don't know. Nah, no, nah, we can't. We can't get ahead. Format. We can't splice in news. No, nah, no, nah, we we absolutely cannot do that. We've already taken. They'll the, we, kill us. We've, we've taken the pee break early, early, so you know we've already fucked things up. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess. Um, what What did you play? God damn it. This week has been a week of very, very weird games. Um, like, well, for the most part, like I played, I played some, you know, like I played some, you know, traditional games. I played fucking uh, Vice City for some reason. I just felt like I feel like this for okay, maybe not most of 2017, but a few. 2017 podcasts you have said i have played some random old grand theft auto game in yeah, the last week i mean it's, it's it's usually like san andreas or gta 3 or something like that like sometimes i just feel like going back i like i feel, I feel like since the podcast has begun i have gone back and try or at least tried to play vice city it's always been a little bit weird to get running on on my pc like just i guess like the windows 10 and stuff like that is it doesn't really respond very well um i managed to get it running uh, and that's still Vice City is still a really good game. Like, um, it may not have the functionality of something like a GTA Five, but what it perhaps lacks in fun- functionality, it more than makes up in atmosphere. Like that, that game is just drenched in you know eighties, and it's you know it, you don't need me to tell you how fucking good Vice City is. Like it's it's. Is fucking is there like one of the few like uncontested ten out of ten games like that everyone kind of just agrees? Yeah, that's a ten. Like, I mean, like, it's, we weirdly it's I, pretty well regarded. Like, I've seen I've seen a lot of people talking about how like three D GTA's have never been good. 
And I'm like, uh, well, yes and no. Like, the combat in all of the ones up until four was horseshit, like garbage. I hate it so much to was, this day. Was four not that being well? said, oh, dude, you play four next to San Andreas, and you will be running back to four. Like, right? Okay. Four at least controlled like a subpar Gears of War clone. You know, that's good enough in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because do you remember? Oh, you just played Vice City. You know that nonsense with the just that targeting thing. The bullets never feel like they hit anything. Just kind of feels like you sporadically spray into people and they barely die. Yeah, true. I don't know. But those old ones, just like combat, it works. You can get a feel for it, but the feel it never feels good. You know, it's just. I don't know. I, I, I think four gets a lot of unnecessary hate. I saw you bashing that thing the other day. Uh, uh, it's, 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 it's more that I, I kind of... I've seen a lot of people talking about that game fairly favorably lately, and like I was never... I, I I didn't I never hated it. I put like a lot of time into that game. My brother got it on 360, and I played that. I played the shit out of that. Um, I can also remember basically nothing about it. It was like the least memorable GTA for me. Like you, you give me San Andreas, I can I could like more <laughs> or less draw you a fucking map of that game. It's like I could I could draw you some train tracks, and I could draw you a certain man telling me to follow that fucking train. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. There's a lot of San Andreas shit that's like, man, remember that mission? That yeah, sucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Vice Vice City had that as well. Um, weirdly yeah. enough, they actually fixed a lot of that stuff for like the the phone ports because i have both i have both vice city and san andreas on my phone and like the missions i remember (laughs) being like fucking terrible like the train mission and the mission in vice city where you had to fly the little planes into the drug dealers boats like both of those felt like you know so much easier on the phone version and i was like how is this how is this like maybe i've just gotten better games i don't fucking know but it it felt different um maybe you're just like the world's best ios gta player (laughs) what a title to have um but (laughs) yeah nothing exactly but you know it's it's not something that i'm like you know putting i'm not i'm not like playing that you know to completion i'm i mean i might do a video on it Uh, there's there's some things i could talk about it's uh, hard to like, de- like I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm trying to be like, well, you're wrong about four, but it's like it's. I'm not defending four, but I just I'm making I'm cleaning up its name a bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I, like, no, no, I, 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 you're definitely not alone in that. Like I've seen a lot of people. I, talking I just don't about think it. it's. It's not garbage. Like I would never yeah. call that video game garbage. Would I ever play it again? Probably no. Like I mean, uh, yeah, like, unless yeah, yeah. like you know, it was like. If you were here with me and you had a part, I was like, oh, let's check this out together. Maybe that would be a thing. But like, not yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm not going to like hop on it and be like, oh, this is great, man. You guys are great. Like, no, nah, dude, old games do sour a bit. As someone I mean, who loves old games, I can, you have to accept that as a part of your life. I mean, it's, it's more, it's more you're just a sad man. It's more just that I've, I, I've had it on Steam for ages and I've always been curious to see how bad the PC port was. Um, I could be it too. Have you never? Oh, you just said 360 because yeah, so that yeah. was my exposure. I own it on PC as well, but I've never even installed it. It was just a part of a big Rockstar pack yeah, one day. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. how that goes. And so I played. Is it weird that like some of my best memories from GTA 4 are not the story? Although having a game that constantly vocally yelled Nico every time was great. <laughs> Honestly, let's uh, see that. I get a little plus in that department. It's maybe if this game had been yelling Hamish a bunch, maybe you would have liked it. Yeah, more. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 
having literally almost every mission have a villain or an ally yell nico over here was kind of awesome i don't get that a lot man my name's fucking dumb and weird so like representation in video games man it's important yeah i felt i'm gonna write an article i felt represented as someone named nico not spelled the same way mind you i i felt included and it was awesome I got over my cousin wanting me to go bowling every damn day. But the online shenanigans in that game were like prototype GTA 5, and it was, I kind of had fun. Yeah. Getting a bunch of your buddies together and spawning uh, just a shit ton of boats in the middle of like the most crowded intersections in that game, and just driving, having boat races in the street while you're just grinding sparks around and the cops are chasing after you. That's great. Like, yeah. It's stupid fun. But yeah. Oh. Just kick the trash can across the room. You feel uh, that you feel that strongly about GTA 4. <laughs> I just I did a little I did a chair swivel and I spawn punted my trash can. <laughs> Oops. Uh anyways, speaking of being thug, Grand Theft Auto 4 is Yeah. It's okay. Calm down, hyperbolic internet. Jesus Christ. It's, it could be it could be GTA 2 again. You want that? I, I have I have fairly fond memories of GTA 2, but I haven't, yeah, played, yeah, I haven't played that since I was maybe 14 years old. Yeah, yeah, you're British. All the British people loved GTA 2. <laughs> oh, God. I remember, um, getting, I remember finding GTA 2 on like a crappy like shareware CD or something, and I didn't know what I was playing, and I hated it. But <laughs> I guess... I guess I, when was the last time you you played four? I guess because I'm trying it, it, to like I, think I, myself. How's the driving? I I haven't played four. When was the last time I played four? It might have been like 2010. It might have been Jesus. like about seven years ago. Um, okay. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I think like I, the eating and stuff. Did five have eating like like four no, did? Where you no. had? Yeah, that stuff was kind of dumb. Like. I think like the way you had to like stop and eat hot dogs and stuff in that game was kind of tedious. It was like a little like the stuff that made you feel like you were part of a big world like did not transfer well into a game that had like a 40 hour campaign mode because yeah, it's like oh sure. no I got to go heal. Okay, let me stop in this bank heist and go get a hot dog from this motherfucker. <laughs> Although okay, got to say credit where credits due for this game. You uh, fair enough. I like you cannot remember bits and pieces of this game, but as we're talking about it, I'm remembering parts where I had a moral choice that actually kind of shook me in a way. Yeah. And um, do you remember the Irish family in that game? And yes. Th- yeah. There is a point with that family where both sides, th- th- that family is kind of split in two over ideals, but and they're both sides are equally kind of gray, and they both have reasons for doing what they're doing. And you have a choice in that game where you have to like murder one of the one of these two family members, and yeah, both of them have been yeah, like. Yeah. Both of them have been guys giving you mission details for a really long time, and both of them are inherently not good people, but they're not... It's not by choice, you know? So it's yeah, like, yeah. And there is a part where you have to kill one of them, you know, to make the game progress, and it's like... It's one of those things where it's just like... That, that was hard. I had like a... I had like a hard time choosing. And then... Also, you know, luck of the Irish... You can't beat that mission for in a lot of video games. Have not come close to how fun that mission was. What one was Luck of the Irish? Or, so I actually may be getting it wrong. Was it not called Luck of the Irish? The one, the big heist mission. Oh yeah, the yeah, big yeah. one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was that yeah. Luck of the Irish? I, yeah. I, I don't know the name of it, but I know the one you mean. Um, uh, so that was great. That was right out of a movie. It was like a Rockstar. I think my biggest problem with Rockstar's writing and a lot of the scenes they build is they always just like. Their homage to certain Tarantino films and other stuff like that goes a bit too far to the point where it becomes like boring, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Like you're just, it's like, okay, this is literally like Tony Hawk style where they've just reenacted half-assed a movie scene with their character models or something, you know, it's just yeah. like, okay. Yeah. But that one seemed to like hit that stride where it's like, damn, your influences are showing hard right now, but you're also being yourself a bit. And it's, that mission kind of got the writing right, at least. Cool. That being said, don't play four. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like... Um, so did you are you gonna beat vice city or are you uh, gonna do maybe i don't know we'll see are you gonna do a video on uh, why why vice city is the best vice city or the be- the best grand theft auto i mean it's it's not san andreas is the best grand theft auto but um oh yeah it, it like it is it, un, like on you know you can't you can't well, say that's are we the, speaking on like a like a content because maybe like five is kind of the best one, I, you know, in terms of how it plays and shit. I, don't I, know. I felt I felt like San Andreas was the perfect balance between like you know the uh, I I don't know I I I liked how absurd San Andreas let you get like I like this is gonna sound dumb I like that you could make your character really fat. Or really, oh, no, that or, was great. Or, or really jacked, and then and be, the, being able to change that with cheat codes on a whim too yeah. made it so funny. And and just, yeah. the, the jetpack is the best addition to any GTA game ever. <laughs> like that jetpack <laughs> is the fucking best. I remember, I remember, I remember getting that jetpack for the first time, and like when I was playing it on PS2, and thinking holy fucking shit, <laughs> this is this is a game changer. <laughs> this uh you know that was they, were, yeah. they had a whole countryside for you to fuck around on bikes on like that, that, that alone makes that game crazy like that, it's just like and that's you see it's weird because that's the thing that i liked about five was like my, my time in five whenever i like boot that game up on a whim it's always like i just drive around like I, I i just like driving around the countryside and going into going to the weird like parts of that world and stuff like the bakersfieldish area yeah 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 you know like th- that world is just like really cool to be in and yeah i i, I, don't I swam know. across an entire lake one time <laughs> in that game and it was awesome and it took like a long ass time but yeah. it was it was cool like, I, mean, you know, like, I, I like doing the dumb shit like that or going on a going on a weird virtual hike in five is kind of fun yeah yeah totally i mean it's like there, there's there is you know you could argue this with any gta story i guess but there's like there's there is a vein of kind of meanness running through five that you know is maybe not meanness yeah as in like you know there's there's some kind of like uh you know questionable things in there i'm just like yeah did that need to be in there i don't know but um wait do, do you mean like from like a, like rockstar being mean or like uh, the characters just, themselves just, or like like i mean well from from a writing perspective like there's some mm. stuff in there i'm just like yeah you know um like, they, they do seem to be on like flipping off, off all sides of every argument yeah. mode in that game more more so than often like where it's like you're stupid too but so are you you know it's like, yeah, like every yeah, yeah, yeah. every parody seems to be equally vicious but they're yeah. all a little bit too vicious yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's like, like you know like rock stars the only smart ones and i'm like okay fair enough dude some of some i dude fair point the, the, i i remember thinking this when i first got gta 5 is the the passerby dialogue i was like man someone thought they were really smart for writing that didn't yeah, they like yep, a, yep. a couple times i was like man oh you're witty dude yeah yeah people do spend too many times on their phones <laughs> uh, yeah exactly it's uh, and that's, Look that's, up. That's, that's that's the thing it's 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 like that's that's they think they are really smart with it 
and like by thinking they are really smart they are pointing out the blindingly fucking obvious which makes them like which it's it's not even like okay they're not noticing that like they they are uh, i i don't know the the writing the writing in 5 did not like it's it's weird i'm listening to like the the radio dialogue in 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 vice city and thinking like this still kind of holds up in a weird way like there's still some like really funny stuff in here when you're listening is to La- is laszlo in that one yes laszlo hosts v-rock uh that's right i liked man something happened to laszlo like i know he's in the other ones but it's like oh, i did like him in five but, yes um god five was great i thought i thought we'd get to kill him um but uh, <laughs> i was like finally this this overarching plot has like an end this would be great but god so, so yeah he's i don't know what it is uh, so, something happened to that guy's like the way he talked yeah four made him a little bit too uh i don't know nah moving on whatever <laughs> I yeah, I mean, like, I'm, yeah. I'm literally trying to remember stuff about a series that i've never been too hot on the on the world like you know like, like yeah. some people like to get into the lore of gta and i always just thought it was like hey it's the it's the three protagonist in san andreas racing you that's cool yeah, like that's yeah, all yeah, i ever exa- give yeah, a fuck exactly about. that that kind that of like it's it's never like super in-depth stuff. It's just like, okay, hey, that's the character model. That's kind of it, weird. Vice ne- City doesn't the guy from Liberty City Stories make an appearance well, basically just to be like, hey, I'm gonna be the main character here. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you know, like, well, because the the guy you play in Liberty City Stories is Tommy. No, Tony? No, no, it's it's uh, Vince Vince Vance. Who's Vince Vance? Lance, Lance Vance. Lance Vance. It's um. Really? Uh, he, like no, no. The, the guy you play as is Lance Vance's brother. Oh, okay. I was and, like, that? and that's yeah, was... that's kind of what drives Lance in Vice City. It, like it, the, the the events of Vice City stories, like kind of they they are driving uh, Lance Vance's story in, in Vice City. Um. But yeah, it's it's you know it's it's still a damn good game. You know, it, 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 like like I say, it's it's maybe not the most functional because you know it's it's coming like straight off of three, which you know like in terms of three D GTA's is like bare bones in comparison to five. Man, the, the graphics in three, even compared to Vice City, are like phenomenally like whoa. We thought yeah. this was amazing at one point. Like and and, and also like you 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 remember things like you know in san andreas you could swim in in vice city yeah. and three if you fall in the water it's instant Wasting. death instant <laughs> death like you know and you're just like fuck and, and that that is like that was a real quality of life thing being able to say okay your character doesn't die when they enter the water now like uh so yeah it's you know it's, it's still a very very good video game and i would recommend playing it but you know it just like maybe five has some kind of quality of life improvements to the gameplay that you might miss going back to something like vice city um i think i think maybe the best advice for people who've never the best like, advice city the best advice city my advice city for playing vice city is <laughs> if you were born after vice city came out and i know i'm not trying to be older dude elitist exclusionary man here yeah. but just maybe don't bother like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. unless you really care to the about the history of a certain franchise, of course, do it. You know, you're a fan. Do do what you do. But like, 
I don't. I just don't think a kid born in like 2003 or something is gonna give a fuck about playing Vice City. You know, like it's just like they're gonna play it and be like, "What is this? This is terrible." And yeah. It might just. I don't know. I I just can't see like a, a more modern take on this get, going into like that cold because most people have played five. I think like five is a big game. It is like movie successful. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like for people like you and me, like we, there was a point in our lives where we had nothing else, and Vice City was the newest Grand Theft Auto. And you know, like I, I remember getting the chainsaw in that game for the first time, being like, "This is the best thing in a video game ever." Oh, and it, isn't it in the? It, it's in like a hotel. It's like a shout out to the Scarface scene, right? Are you talking about that part? Uh, no, there, there's like a ho- oh, I, I, there's I, like I, a I, I, apartment I, I, thing. Yeah, I, I, I just remember like. I, I can't remember where specifically it was. I just remember having the chainsaw. I think it was just a cheat code we used. And like, and then, you know, and I was like, oh shit, you can cut people up with the chainsaw. And then when they're on the ground, you drive the chainsaw into them. And I was like, I remember, I remember once my mum walked in on me playing that as I was driving the chainsaw into someone. She was like, is this a game you should be playing? He <laughs> said, like, hey, Mish! And then... <laughs> Yeah, and you Grounded know, I, I, I turned out to be an incredibly balanced individual. So I write about video games. <laughs> you know, didn't do me any harm. So she said, "Hamish, what are you doing?" I said, "I'm killing this man with a chainsaw, ma, and I'm gonna be a journalist about games." And she screamed and fainted. <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, that, um, Vice City. You're kind of making me want to play it in a weird. It's like, you know, it's it's good. It's uh, it's still it's it still holds up. It, it, like if you have that, if you have that kind of like memory of going through that world, like again, again, it's like San Andreas. Like part of you know, part of the reason, like for, like I say, four was very kind of unmemorable to me. Like in a lot of ways, I can't remember most of the plot points in that game. Oh, I remember- the plot to four was at, like I'm. I, I just like read it now while we were talking about it because I had to like remind myself. I totally forgot like the antagonist of four doesn't even come into four until like I want to say like sixty percent of the way through that yes. game or something like that. Yeah. It's like he it, just comes. Like, in, he's like, "Hello, I'm this guy. Oh, I'm the villain." <laughs> like it's yeah. like literally how it is. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad. It's um, so bad. And and but it's also like the world of that was like. Like I say, I could draw you a map of San Andreas. I could draw you a map of Vice City. Like, and... <laughs> I could draw you a map of the two-block radius of the beginning area of GTA 4, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and it's, like... Um, uh, and I, I kind of liked 4's uh, whole thing about immigrants, though. Like, it seemed like almost every character, any good character in that was, like, an immigrant. And I kind of liked that. Like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the, the whole thing about chase, immigrants chasing the American dream in America. Very cool little... I don't think it had a big impact at the, at the end of the day on the story because it really just devolves into you killed blank. I'm going to kill you now. Like, you know, and like, yeah, it becomes like a dumb vendetta story that was like, oh, man, that could have been. I mean, eh, I guess you could take the ending, whatever. But I, I is it weird that I want like a Grand Theft Auto game where at the end of the the, the, the like the, the, the criminal man you're doing just is like, ah, I don't want to do this anymore. Or, you know, like it's just like I mean, I think I think that's kind of like the logical conclusion. Like, I think you need in order for a character to seem human, you need to actually have that opportunity afforded to the player at some stage. Like, just I don't want to have like, like nope. action man, like crazy ass, you know, tentpole ending, you know, like 
Yeah. Always. And I mean, maybe have it as an option, but maybe have another, you know, because uh, I th- I think, I think criminal activity isn't as glamorous. You know I, what I, I think, mean? I think, I think that's the reason the, the moral choice is because you do, you do have parts in GTA 4 where it's like, kill this guy or walk away. And I'm like, I've killed a million fucking people, including civilians, to get to this person. Why at this stage am I suddenly going to have a crisis of conscience? Like, Be- because you were hanging out with those guys and playing pool with them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's bowling with them. That guy's a my, bunch that, of times. That, that guy's my cousin. A cousin, come on. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, terrible accent. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's, it was always, it was also just like very grey and brown and just not as vibrant as something like San I mean, Andreas or Vice City. That, that's New York, though. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah, <laughs> like you're not wrong. That's but. that's just New York. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, there's something I, you know what I do like about four. God, we haven't talked about four. Like, I, keep, I keep saying I'm done talking about four. Then I'm like, eh, wait a minute, this part's good. Uh, I like the moving up in the world home base feeling. I know it's like all the things I, I yeah. just realized. Like Nico, if you're trying to, I, I'm literally defending an entire army of sound criticism with a bunch of like wood, like planks of wood. Just be like, well, this little part's good, you know, just like. <laughs> Like, like the the tiny micro part of where you can save your game, how it moves up, and you yes. feel like you're getting slightly richer. That's kind of cool. I feel like they did that in four in San and uh, in Vice City in San Andreas as well. Like where it was, it was like you just kind of bought more property in San Andreas. It was it was like that. Oh, to the extreme. I never did. I never did any of that. I feel like with those, those games, like well, San, San Andreas. I just fucked around. San, San, I, I hung out at CJ's house a bunch. But oh no, there's San, San Andreas. You get the rapper's mansion, and like that's actually. A are, wait, cute... are you sure that's not four? Oh, maybe it's the same in four. No, it's, it's San, San Andreas. No, it's, uh, yeah. You, you there's can, a moral you, choice. Oh, yes. Actually, in, in four, like, in this four. is not a spoiler because fuck this character. <laughs> if you're playing four after hearing all this, and you get to a point where you have to choose between killing this other guy or a guy called Playboy, kill Playboy. <laughs> yeah. Just kill Playboy. You get his fucking house. You get you get his house, and it's the objectively better choice in every his, way. He, he fucked over his friend. Yeah. Just, just, and his friend also ends up reaping you more money than Playboy could have ever gotten you. So just um, kill Playboy. And, and, Motherfucker and, runs away too. And San Andreas, uh, you 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 kill another rapper. Is that the, the whole sub quest, or it's not sub quest, but you know, like the the little quest that line o- that goes O-G-Loke. with. Is that is that the thing? Yeah, yeah, like where he's like he's like mopping floors. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was a great. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty damn good. That's that, that usually makes it into anybody's top ten San Andreas moments videos on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, was Sasquatch ever confirmed in San Andreas? Uh, or was it, 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 it was it was it was it was never official. Um, damn. So, damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's uh, aside from that, I have been playing a couple of games. Uh, well, a few games. I played. I played brief. Uh, I, I played a game called Oikospiel. Gesundheit. Oikospiel is um, uh, is is maybe the strangest game I've ever played. Um, so. Uh, how do I even begin to describe this? Uh, it's I'm sh- like the, <laughs> it's called a dog opera. Um, uh, okay, I'm listening. 
like I'm, I'm on, oh fucking hell, I'm on the page now and it's playing a lot of music. Um, so Eikespiel is is a dog opera in five acts for PC and Mac, um, and it's pay what you want, and it it decides it decides what you should probably pay by having a slider at which you select your your, your annual income. <laughs> And it's like, hey, you should pay this. Um, and it is, it is like it's 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 a game that glitches are its are its aesthetic. It is a glitchy ass game, and it's meant to be. Um, and it is a game that is very avant garde, and the avant garde is partly played for comedy like it's meant to be this kind of like hoity-toity like avant-garde thing you're meant to laugh at that but it's also like there is some symbolism in there that's like really weird and it's like i i I honestly can't really explain it like me trying to explain this game will like go and play it you can download it for free like it's you know it's a free game um on steam it, you know it's uh I, I don't know if it's on steam it's on itch.io uh or itch.io how, how, how do i spell this so it's o-i-k-o-s-p-i-e-l oikospiel um and it's by a guy called david kanaga um so i'll I'll just read this description from uh, David Kanaga's website. Um, okay. So, the Eikespielen Opera is developing an epic global gaming festival call- called the Geospiel, scheduled for the year 2100. The opera's employees, organized by the Union of Animal Workers, are trying to Im- integrate the game dev dogs of Cock Games, as in K-O-C-H, uh, into their group. But these loyal pups love their jobs and boss Donkey Cock too much. Will there be unity? Unity spelt with a capital U, so I'm guessing that's a reference to the engine and community. Or will multiplicity and individuality prevail? Money has awakened. Pluto has captured the spirit of Orpheus and Eurydice. Is it Eurydice or Eurydice? I can't remember. I can't fucking pronounce it. Um, has is is lead composer in this operatic reform of the adventure game genre and it is if you watch the trailer it is the it is immensely strange and the music is fucking wild and um and oh man it's i i i've played like two and a half acts of that and it is it is compelling it, like it, it makes a very, a very kind of like salient point, especially in this day and age, about the nature of labor in video games and how basically developers need to unionize to stop like terrible working conditions and stuff. Like it's it's all it's all basically a, a, a metaphor for that. Um, and like if you're going into it. Don't expect a game that is like super fun to play, or you know, it's it's not really meant to be that. It's kind of meant to be this weird thing that is meant to like jar you and is meant to make you laugh at how dumb it is in a lot of ways. But it's also got this really kind of weird thing about you know, um, you know, the nature of work and how uh, and 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 capital and and all that kind of stuff is is 
kind of fascinating and I don't really know how much more I can say about like about it without like it, like you you play as dogs and there's like visual novel elements and stuff and you walk through and there's like weird musical cues that you you walk over musical scores that have like that have put themselves into environments from the ocarina of time and you're walking through them as a dog and there's a big there's a big link and 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 you're collecting rupees that activate musical notes and it's like find the tritone and like the the music theorist in me was like okay this is doing it for me in a number of ways it's fucking wild just look it up it's free to play you know it'll probably take you maybe about like couple of hours to complete or something like that maybe an hour and a half it's you know it's not long but i like i say i have i haven't completed it myself yet but it's this looks bizarre it's bizarre is, b- bizarre is a word for it it is it, like i say i've played a lot of strange games in my time like this is maybe the strangest like i i say this killer seven is one of my favorite games like this is fucking stranger than killer seven uh, yeah so i mean like if 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 anything i've said to you about how fucking weird and strange this game is appeals to you maybe check it out it's you know it's not going to cost you anything and um yeah and it has it, it does actually have some some very kind of um you know like worthwhile points to make about you know the nature of the games industry in particular but just industry in general and um how we value work and stuff and yes yeah, it's, it's it's cool it, like i i to say i am enjoying it is like because because it is, is maybe a bit of a stretch just because it's not like super engaging on a mechanical level but it's it's strange enough that i'm like okay i'm i'm ready to hear what you have to say um i, I would recommend anyone go to the website too what yes the fuck? yeah that, that's that's I, what i mean it's, whoa like i mean the really ga- loud. The, the, the ga- yes uh the game opens with the like cre- the game opens with credits rolling and by by moving your mouse around wind turbines erase the credits thus eliminating the the importance of labor <laughs> It's, it's like the game is telling you all this um and uh yeah the music's the music's also really great from from someone who likes very kind of like weird composers and stuff like that um but yeah uh, wait this says it's cost money uh no you, you you can download it for free um uh i'm trying to because f- this is weird the website makes you put in like your income yes your, your annual income I, I, and if you I, say I, that you make over a million dollars, it costs seven thousand dollars. <laughs> this real? Yeah. Oh my god, it is real. It's, it's actually real. Um, I'm not gonna give you guys seven grand. You, can, you can go to the Itchio page, and I'm fairly sh- okay. No, maybe maybe they've actually maybe they've actually set it so you you have to pay like five pounds or five dollars for it. Sorry. Um, if you if you set your thing to the right. On the website, if you set your income to a certain one in the middle, it for some reason drops the price down to three dollars. Okay. If you say you make more than the than the minimum on the scale, that's bizarre. I mean, that's weird. I I own, I I I got it for free, like from the site. So it, they might that might just be a recent thing where they've actually started charging for it. Um, but uh, damn, you put them on blast and they're already 
Exactly. They already know. <laughs> um, but you know, like if, if what I'm if what I'm saying appeals to you, check it out. It's it's definitely worth a look just to see how how things like glitches can be used as part of an aesthetic um and how they can be used to make a point and stuff looks um, like um looks a bit like that renegade angel show remember that nope <laughs> Did you ever watch xavier xavier renegade angel this weird like i've heard that name but it was like it's like a like a, you know one of those surreal adult swim sitcoms and it was done with like all 90s cgi animation right the main yeah character, I, I, main character's I, I, like a yeah. bird guy with a snake hand or something yes yeah i'm looking at pictures of it now yeah it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's reminiscent of that you could say so um but uh yeah aside from that going from one end of the strange spectrum to the other i played played a video game call Uh that was gifted to me by one a former guest of the show uh mark b writing uh mark b gifted me a game that i asked for because i heard about it from phil from polygon posted about it and i was like i need this game uh this game called serious metal detecting like i mean you you, you've seen the the deluge of metal detecting games on steam and you're like these are all just played for comedy like i this is this is making fun of my very very good hobby that is good for good people um i need something that really gets down to how just fucking serious this fucking hobby is and they finally made a game about it nico they, oh? they, they finally made the the metal detecting game that i want Did, but can't you can't you go outside and do that absolutely are you kidding me nico right this this fucking game man right so I I can I can you know I I could have said you know I I will fucking take this off the hands of anyone who is willing to gift this to me and Mark very very kindly um you know paid the must have been about eight dollars or something ten dollars yeah eight bucks eight bucks um and you know like I I am super appreciative of that thank you very much Mark um it is. It is fuck like I was sold on the description, which is this game about metal detecting. Metal detecting is a truly fascinating hobby, which is enjoyed by people of all ages. Great finds make this hobby interesting. You will find treasures if you're really looking, but don't expect to find good stuff only. You will find lots of trash. There's just no way to get around it. That's the game's description. Uh and uh yeah, it's 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 how do I even start with this game? It's like you're basically just put in this fucking world as <laughs> some fucking like uh, like you know an old uh, man uh, uh, with, like, no, with too much time on his hands. No, I you're like you're you're more like a fucking prepper, like you know, like uh, apocalypse guy, like kind of like oh, yeah. just just in the <laughs> middle of this fucking field where trees pop in in the weirdest fucking way like the, like someone's activated like a springboard to like prop up these trees as you walk towards them and like you're just walking through this field and then occasionally your metal detector will make the fucking like just most irritating sound it'll just be like just every so often you're just like okay i guess i've got to get my shovel out here so you get your shovel out 
and you dig a little square, like one little square, and uh, and you hope that 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 you hope you hope that that little square is where the treasure is, because then you get down on your hands and knees, and you press you left click to make your hands fumble as if. You, 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 this is a game in which your mind does a lot of the work like your your imagination does a lot of the work for you because there's no visual representation of any treasure that you might come across it's just the the, the beep thing goes off the and then you dig a square like a little fucking square and then if if it's not in there you get on your hands and knees and just fucking like your hands just flail randomly at this square as you left click and you hope you like you check your inventory every so often to see if you've picked up an item and usually it's like a tin can like when this game says you will find lots of trash they fucking meant it like like the most valuable thing i've found is like an old russian coin which is which comes up as like you know you know 15 fucking value or whatever and it's like you sell it and you get 15 back so it's like so it's it's not like you're finding these old coins and because they're old they're like worth more for collectors or whatever like these coins just seem to be the currency so someone's just gone out there and buried their fucking money <laughs> like it's, it, 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 like this fucking game and then you buy you, you, you can buy food because they're because you know it's a survival game apparently and you buy fucking food to keep you going on your runs to find uh to make to to make these finds as the games call as the game calls it then you can also buy batteries you can buy new metal detectors and eventually you can buy cars in order to traverse this fucking world oh god i just just as you said that i see the guy on this little atv thing <laughs> yeah um and this this is a this is a game that you launch, and for me, it, it defaulted to 800 by 600 resolution, came up with a screen that looked like, I think you described it very well when you said it looked like a fucking Jeopardy question. <laughs> it's, it's, it does. It's, I, was, I, I opened it and I was like, this is either, this is like, this is like some like kids version of Jeopardy. This is like Nickelodeon Jeopardy. Um the font they use everything about it. i'm like this i know at no point does it say serious metal detecting at no point does this game foreground to you the title of its the title of the game it just come you click the thing and it comes up saying it says made in unity then it comes up saying new game options everything like that and i was like and i was i just went in at 800 by 600 because <laughs> i was like i want the oh. I, want, I want i want the default experience i want the, the seal of quality and man that's exactly what i wanted it's uh it's very grainy and horrible and amazing um and <laughs> it gives you the option to go into third person don't do that because it breaks the game <laughs> like i i went into third person doug and then like got on my hands and knees to like go into the fucking to try and find the treasure and i couldn't get back up <laughs> and it's just, so it's just the game like i was still able to move the camera around 
I'm still able to dig, but my character was just stuck on his hands and knees, just digging for eternity. And then when I restarted the game, I went to, I exited, went to new game, and then my car like, it spawned in and my character wouldn't move. So I was like, okay, this game is fucking broken. <laughs> so this is a very bad game that you shouldn't buy. Um, I'm looking at the recent updates. Uh, there was an update on the 2nd of May called Meh, and an update on the 3rd of May called Oops. <laughs> Um, oh god yeah yeah oops forgot the trading cards or whatever. yeah i mean this this is a game that you 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 click new game and you get an achievement uh, uh let, let me just check what the achievement is the achievement has a picture that says good work and the achievement is called open the game like those fucking arcade classics on the ps4 <laughs> yeah exactly the you, you, can, you can literally get the whole thing done by hitting the start button and just just fucking around with the options for two seconds <laughs> a nothing achievement oh god um so yeah serious metal detecting it's you know what though it was relaxing <laughs> it was therapeutic um <laughs> To to figure out the weird ways that this game wants you to work it in terms of like, okay, you there is no visual representation of treasure. You just kind of have to figure out that this little square that you dig might have the treasure in it. It might not. Like, I bought a fucking treasure map. Like it, it, it says, you know, buy this old treasure map for 15 money. Like, it's, it's literally just, like, how much... Like, your money, 15. No, no currency or anything. Uh, it's... Um, <laughs> 15 yeah 15 money you know um and it's like i i i i bought this fucking map that it says you know hey it will it will direct you to find and i was like okay i guess i'll get that it made me walk like fucking 10 minutes to get like because the the map they give you is huge somehow i managed to come across an invisible wall because i went they they start you off basically at the edge and i went the other way and was like okay is this map really small and then i got this map and found out that no it's actually really big there's just fuck all in it um and i walked for fucking 10 minutes to get to this fucking x like i had podcasts on in the background it's that kind of game and then i got there and the treasure was a tin can and i was like yeah i was like this this i hate this game and i kind of love it and it's like you can you you can you can go into the water and just like dig and then once you once you have that square there you can just dive fucking underwater and just like your hands are flailing like looking for treasure and they've like programmed in bubbles to suggest that like when your head is underwater you are like losing breath but there's no there's no oxygen meter this is aesthetic you know yeah exactly so it's like you so you're just like just submerging yourself looking for treasure and not coming back up for air it's it's like like i say this is a bad game that you should not buy but for me who kind of likes dumb glitchy fucking messes uh and also like can find like a kind of therapeutic you know like bite in that like there's there's just something about these games that put you in like wide open environments uh like it's it's not a bad looking environment either like you know you can come across like it's it's just you know a nice like forest environment the sun's kind of constantly setting and stuff it's nice it's like i was like wandering through it and just thinking like th- okay this is this is this is more relaxing than it probably should be um 
but yeah, man, it's uh, I don't know. It's I I like liked elements of it. There's an achievement here called speedrun. I have no idea what the fuck that would be for. Um, <laughs> just like glitch your way to the end like a real speedrunner. There, there's, there, there's, like... there's there's an achievement here for ten thousand finds. I've played this game for an hour and a half, two hours. I've found like ten finds. <laughs> I do not want to imagine the person that fucking gets ten thousand finds. Um, so yeah. you know, someone did it. Someone's gonna do it. At the very least, someone's gonna hack it. Um, so yeah, that's a game that I might keep playing because, like I say, it's very relaxing playing this fucking eight hundred by six hundred glitchy fucking mess. um but uh yeah so thanks mark for that um and kind of finally for me anyway another game that was gifted to me by uh by finn on on twitter um a game that i was i was kind of intrigued by i saw a lot of people talking about it uh a game called the sexy brutal which you know, I I'd heard a lot. I'd heard like some things about. I I kind of saw some of the aesthetic, and I was like, "That's interesting." I never really knew what it was about, though. That game's really interesting. Like, I seen I've seen some kind of mixed things on it, but for me, I was like, uh, like I didn't know that that game's conceit was, um, you you know, it's, you know, like you're basically, you're playing as this. I'm not really sure of the story and I've only played about an hour of it. I'm not sure, I'm not I can't remember what my character is doing in this world or anything. Um but essentially you're trying to save guests of this hotel casino uh called the Sexy Brutal and you you go into these situations and like you're basically you're you're witnessing the deaths of these characters and you know then you're resetting the day and you're you're basically trying to stop the deaths of these characters by you know in in in, a, in true adventure game style going and like messing with the things that would cause like the the first example is um like the tutorial is that you you you, can, you come across this guy who is going to get shot in a church and you you kind of go through the rooms like following this guy around and you see him in the church and then you see the guy shoot him and then uh like then you want you wander through these rooms like kind of trying to find out what the like what you could do to try and alter this you come across like the guy who gets the gun drops like a blank cartridge or something then you go and find the gun and load a blank cartridge into it and then you like listen from behind the door and the guy so so essentially it resets the day like you can reset the day at any point and start it again and go back and like try and do things in a more efficient way and stuff like the tutorial is the guy shoots the blank cartridge, which gives the guy that was going to get shot enough time to throw a pipe at him. And then, you know, and, and the whole game is basically you try, it's just a series of puzzles in which you're trying to save these people, figure out what's going on and try and like place a, you know, a spanner in the works. And like, I haven't played enough of it to say whether it's like really great or not, but it certainly seems really neat. 
like it's 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 a neat concept and um i'm definitely excited to put more time into it this week um but yeah i I, I don't know um have you been playing anything (laughs) else I've got to check that one out. But. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, de- it's definitely like neat. Like neat's so neat's the way I describe it. It's not like I'm not like playing it thinking like this is the best fucking game ever, but it's, it's Yeah, it de- doesn't it doesn't look like it's going to be, you know, anywhere close to like crazy greatest thing. Like we never knew we needed this type of game, but it looks like a, it looks good, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's solid. sizable. It, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, um but yeah. Else? Oh yeah. Um still chugging away at Persona One. Oh shit. God. <laughs> that game's a slog, man. Yeah, uh, man. Like the enemy encounter thing is really weighing on me really hard. <laughs> like every step almost. Some some hallways in that game are rough. They take like twenty minutes to get through one hallway. Jesus. Uh, First person dungeon crawling is not my thing. I think I've realized over the years. Yeah, and this is someone who likes Eye of the Beholder and stuff like that to a degree. So uh-huh. and uh, Grimrock as well. But <laughs> this isn't like those games. There's not. It's not very intuitive on the screen. There's no secret passages that I'm aware of. It's like might as well just be you running around on a top down map. But right. the first person thing spins me around so much. Yeah. Yeah. And. This dungeon I'm in is just like an office building, right? Like uh-huh. I, I appreciate the contemporary setting; it's kind of cool. Like, like having a. It's not like pers- the other personas me and you have actually played and beaten. The these early personas seem to be much more like demons have invaded the real world. That's it, you know. Like, right? Yeah, there's yeah. no subconsciousness aspect to it. Um, I'm. St- it's starting to dawn on me, and I verified it now. That like there's going to be like no social thingies in this game. Like I didn't actually know that. All right, okay. So, like, there's no aspect of that. You don't level that up or anything. So it's going to be rough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to beat this one. Like, God, it's just... Like, um... You, you can't even grind well. It's like the experience points you get from every guy are not good. Like, even if they're higher level than you, like, you don't get the right experience. It just feels I, weird. I mean, so, I, some I, feels broken. I, have, I, haven't, I haven't played any of the early Persona games, and, like... Um, one one guy I follow, um, YouTuber called King K, announced that he, you know he, he kind of announced that he was doing a retrospective of the of the Persona games and was and then was like, actually, you know what, maybe not. Um, and I was like, Jesus, like, because you know if King K does like a lot of kind of series retrospectives and stuff, and he works at an alarming rate. <laughs> So, yeah. Um. Uh, like. Uh, you know. It's, it's it's really great stuff. You should check it out. Um. But it is. Uh. Uh. Yeah. He, he was like, I'm gonna do the Persona games. I was like, fucking hell, what? <laughs> like, that that just seems like. Uh. You know. I I I I I, I I'm surprised I beat one Persona game this year. You know. <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm I'm blown away that we've now got two games under our belts in that yeah, series. That's yeah, not yeah. something I figured would ever happen. So. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. I, I've played every Persona game for at least twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, like I've checked them all. Out. I checked them all out the day I beat five. I just like ran, like you know, started up the intros and ran around the screen, had a couple of fights or whatever, and then I stopped. You should do a retrospective. I gotta say, one is just like I, I'm torn between my love of retro games and 
also just being like, this game is too fucking old. You know, like like that type of <laughs> yeah. feeling. Like, this is so old. Why am I playing? Like, there's, old, not in the good way. Like, there's, Jesus Christ. There's there's friendly retro, and then there's aggressively retro. <laughs> it's, uh... But that, that's what makes this worse for me, is it, I, I, it, it hits me on both retros. I, yeah, I, yeah, there's yeah. some good retro. I love this game's look. I love, like... I love how every character just kind of looks like a kind of a, ma- a mean student. I, don't know, yeah. like, I, I just like, I don't know. Mean Japan looked student. cool in the 90s, man. I don't know. It's just the, the whole city. I, I guess I just like RP, JRPGs that are set in like not fantasy places sometimes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I get a kick out of it. I don't know. It's, it, that, that really goes a long way for me. I'm finding with Persona 1. But yeah, yeah. I, then, I, then I remember, oh shit, Nico, you're still in the first fucking dungeon. <laughs> And so then, and I look at how much time has been sunk into that. It's like five hours in. I was like, well, does, this isn't that crazy for a Persona game. But does, 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 given how early you get to fight in this game, it doesn't actually even outright like with the others. You know how like four, yeah. like it took you about two hours to actually get to combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one is like, hey, you started the game. Oh, you all got Personas. All right, time to fight. Like it's like a minute, five minutes. It feels like till you're fighting. So that ramp up's a bit different. Yeah, it's. It seems a little misguided, but all damned if for if this was ni- if this was the early nineties, we'd be having a totally different conversation. We'd be like, well, first of all, we'd be on the telephone only, and then <laughs> we would. I'd be like, I'd be telling you, Hamish, I can't talk long because click, click calls are going to kill us. But this game is weird and unique, and it's trying to do stuff that the Final Fantasies don't do. So, and then I'd be like, oh shit, my tape recorder's not working as I hold it up to the receiver. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, said, "I'm gonna go update my 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 one web page that's just a single screen that says what the weather is." Or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, does, does, does it have not like, for the faint of heart? Does, I guess. Does, does it have like time limits for beating the dungeons? No. All right. Okay. <laughs> it, it, this might as well just be called like Shin Megami Tensei Three, and I know that's blasphemous because that's Nocturne, but like, it, it, it's just like. It's got more in common with that series than anything else. Like, right. The conversation stuff is way more front and center. I've noticed like you can just start you. It's, it's better to start a fight by talking. Right. Okay. But then given how many fights there are, I don't want to fucking do that over and over. Like, it's just because, oh, my God, you know, th- this is our this is our. OK, we'll we'll finally get this one right for America release is what the PSP version I'm playing really is because they the first one for those who don't know is regarded as like one of the absolute worst examples of American localization in history for games like right. just the extents they went to how they whitewashed every character and just turned like your main character looks different than the one I'm playing in if you were to play this on PS1 because they change up his hair for the original release because they wanted to make him look like a white dude right instead okay. of just instead of a, a white dude with a pierced ear that's the thing. Like, am I just like really bad at sussing out who, what anime, like anime characters are supposed to be Japanese people? Because like I can never figure it out. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was, it was. Everyone a spra- in anime looks the fucking same to me. So like, what? yeah, <laughs> it, it was, it was like when when I found out that Anne in Persona Five was like from Finnish? Finland. Yeah, like what? <laughs> they pick up on. They only say it like once in the game, and then the rest of the game they go like, "Hey, you know English, right?" And it's like, why? Because she has blonde hair. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> A million countries that have blonde-haired people that don't speak English. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. a, you know, like Finland. <laughs> uh, a lot of countries do just learn English, and they end up learning it better than most Americans. So yeah, yeah. So shout out to Sweden. <laughs> shout out 
Scandinavian. Shout out to Sweden who makes Americans actually like, like look like shit when they speak English near them. Like really, <laughs> you guys, you guys got your lock on English really well. I like respect it. Yeah, this is right on Games Cast. Giving her, giving her thanks to, <laughs> giving, giving her thanks to Scandinavia. I like the Swedes. <laughs> They're very nice people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All the ones I've interacted with, all the Swedish folks I know, they're friendly ass people. <laughs> and they all hate Gex, and that's good for me. They all hate Gex? It's a weird reoccurring thing. It's uh, I know a lot of Swedish people, and whenever I've talked video games with them, they some they always bring up Gex. <laughs> and then they bring up how much they don't like Gex. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um Yeah. Uh it's, yeah, like see, I have nothing really to talk about with Persona One because it's like I'm I haven't really moved since last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like because I'm still in the same dungeon. There's so much like, oh, you're on the third floor, you need to go, but and you started on the first floor, but now you need to go back down to the second because the second floor has two staircases and only one of them is the one that leads to the upstairs. It's backtracking on backtracking on a vertical uh, scale, and it's just like, man, man like I want to guide through this. I think like I, it's like I mean. Part of me wants to see what that game actually like feels like to play and stuff, but then man. I'd stream it for you all if I could. But I don't, I don't know how to get um like a Vita streaming onto Twitch. To be honest, I don't just uh, just get the PS One version on an emulator. <laughs> just I could do that. Go old school. I, but apparently, that's so, even more broken than the the fixed version that's still broken. Yeah, yeah. I think in the original one, there's an economy problem. Like, like. Like, someone hit the wrong, like, someone when they were coding it hit the wrong thing, and it makes it so, like, you get, like, no money. That's the beauty of emulation. the work you do. That's the beauty of emulation, Nico. You can fix that. Give yourself all the money. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do that. (laughs) I've never broken a law in my life, goddammit. I I, I don't know. I've been emulating a lot of games lately. (laughs) Uh, Like, because I'm planning, I'm planning on, I'm planning a Tony Hawk video, and I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk, and it's been fantastic <laughs> that series is just so good um yeah um yeah specifically tony hawk 3 but you know we've talked about that but i've also played oh, you know some speaking of tony hawk i have a this is a weird thing uh, in, in terms of you know like what games you've been playing nico here's one i've i've yet to play but i'm interested in so this is like a, a quasi preview okay came out march 14th 2017 on Steam. I don't know if that's only. It's called Taco Taco Apocalypse. Okay. Um, it it's got these cool looking like cell shaded gla- graphics and um, kind of looks like GameCube era a little bit. Yeah, which yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, no problem here. I'm looking at this now. That's a very. Cool it looks look. like Tony Hawk and Crazy Taxi mixed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Holy so shit. I haven't played this yet or anything. I just found this while we were talking earlier, but I've like decided right now, like I'm gonna. I'm gonna do like a soft shout out to this game because I'm I'm interested in it. I will I will buy this and I will play it and I'll like report back next week. But like, this has grabbed my interest like very hard. I don't know about like this looks pretty cool, doesn't it? Like the the video makes it look pretty promising actually. Like, yeah, holy shit! It could be Jenksville though. I don't know. Like, I it, mean, the, the the first the first Steam review is negative, saying my main disappointment is with the lack of content. Uh, there's only there's one mode, four levels, uh, some minor bugs. Um, uh, but damn. you know, but fucking, I don't know. It's, it, it looks cool. Uh, like the video definitely makes it seem neat. So 
I don't know. I know it looks it's, like it's cheap, so it looks like crazy taxi, but like a shit ton of ramps and like rails you can grind your car yeah, on. Also, you're a dude delivering tacos in the apocalypse. That's yeah, some good context for why you're doing what you're doing. Com- compete with up to three friends, apparently. So uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. So, oh, it's always an odd number to like brag about. <laughs> three. <laughs> well, I guess you know four Feels player like. like if you're if you're doing like four four player co-op that's competing with up to three friends so. <laughs> why not just say four player multiplayer like a three makes it sound so not impressive <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we just couldn't get that fourth one <laughs> yeah, so that looks cool I'll, I'll report back when the, you know who knows cool. and other than that um i played two games that i loved in the year 2014 right i'm talking about mario kart 8 deluxe oh yeah okay and Puyo Puyo Tetris. Now I'm going to do Puyo Puyo Tetris first because I can. It's like, do you like Tetris? Get this game. <laughs> it's one of those games where, like, I don't need to tell you about it because you already know what exactly what it is. You can play Tetris. You can play Puyo Puyo, which for us Americans is also called Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Um, <laughs> well, like, so that's how we'd know it. Um, and uh, or you can do like a, a a kind of mixture of both. The game's great. Like, dude, puzzle games just is puzzle it, games of this caliber don't come along so much anymore. And is you it, like owe it to yourself to get this game if you have any means at all of playing it. Is is there is there not is there a story mode in that? Yes, I have skipped uh, like I did when I imported it like a couple of years ago. I skipped through all of that because who the fuck cares? Like <laughs> it's 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 got voice acting, though. They've given a lot of love to this. I've heard the uh, the fish has a voice like I never imagined, but I've warmed up to him. He's my favorite character to use. None of the characters have a have a sway on the gameplay, I don't think. Yeah. There's just goofy anime-looking people, and one of them is a fish who looks very, like, annoyed all the time, and he's just... I sympathize with him a lot, so I pick him all the time. There's also yeah. a dog scientist, and... Uh, <laughs> Always an excellent addition to anything. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of characters I haven't unlocked. I'm interested in who the fuck they are. It's just... Yeah, it's, like, literally just a carbon copy port of, like, the PS4 version that, and Vita version that Japan got. And as someone who, like... Hit hit their brick wall in the campaign mode because it literally does just get to a point where you're you have to be just way faster than you can go. I think with your hands, right? Okay, like that's kind of where the campaign goes. So I never beat it, but as somebody did that and played endless uh, PSN matches, at least I think they were. I was reading a bunch of Japanese and figured I was playing against a, per- a real life person, but for all I know, that could have been a bot too. So, <laughs> all right. But the 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 online component that I've been playing on the Switch has been great. Everyone is good. Dope. Nobody's shitty. I think that some people have been talking to me over mics, and I'm confused. I thought you couldn't do that yet on the Switch. Wait, I mean, I, I I don't really know like the hardware of the Switch. Like, does that have a mic built in? Or I, I as far as I know, I thought the mic stuff was going to be built into a phone app or something like that. That was weird. Oh like, yeah, shit. Yeah, that was that was that, that was that whole thing of like you know, hey, you can down you can talk to your friends on games by essentially phoning them. <laughs> like, yeah, but th- th- this guy I was playing against like had a little mic symbol next to his thing, and it like, and there were some weird noises coming out of my headphones. Yeah, it was weird. Fair enough. Sorry, I just burped. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just heard him go play hit hit okay, like you know, like that. <laughs> what great community? Hit okay, play it, play. It, go, okay, go, come on, hit okay. I want to play. Like, play. Sorry, I, this is my literally my first match, dude. I don't, I didn't know you had to hit ready. Sorry, uh, Jesus. You should be better, play it, play. You should be better. Put, you Actually, should be I, better I, play, play. 
For, for the record, I stomped that motherfucker's ass in Puyo Puyo Tetris. I killed him. You're cheating at Puyo Puyo Tetris. You gotta be better at Puyo Puyo Tetris. You literally sound just like this guy now, with the quality of your voice coming through. <laughs> Literally, I, I got two. You, 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 some people don't know that, like, there's you can get Tetris and Tetris. You know that, right? Wait, what? Like five lines. If you get five lines at once, that's called getting te- that's, uh, yeah, that's yeah, Tetris. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah, Tetris. Yeah, that's, that's, yes, yes. Well, like, so I got that on him like three times in a row, and he was mad. It's, it's like alarming how good you are at doing that voice. <laughs> I'm trying to think that was just you now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I secretly bought a Switch and Puyo Puyo Tetris. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I thought I had found you when in Mario Kart I found a guy called China Number One. Yeah, that's, uh, that sounds like me. I, that I'm sounds all, like a, that seemed like a Hamish me verse troll account or I'm something. All, I'm, all, I'm always I'm always talking about China being number one, baby. <laughs> oh god but the chinese mario kart players are very good i must add uh they they're on another level man uh, sure <laughs> i played worldwide and regional and they i have to go to regional again so i can play with americans because the other pe- people from other countries just too get that game yeah exactly so you uh you dumb you you dumb Mer- 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 americans 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 are like really bad at Mario Kart, I've noticed, or at least the regional ones I get matched with. And like, <laughs> so, I don't know what it is. Like, half of them don't play. How, how, like, how, how, is, how, is, that, how is that deluxe edition? Because did you, did you have 8 on the Wii U? Yeah, 8 was the game that came with my Wii U when I rebought one. And right, okay. I played the fuck out of that game. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of just wish, like... I, I know I'm the like one of the few, like I like unlocking stuff in these games, you know, like I like being kind of forced to go through the single player races and like unlock the secret versions of the tracks like mirror mode and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. And and it's a little bit of a bummer for me that I, I get that this is like a re-release and at the end of the day, I am happy I don't have to do all this shit all over again. But like, yeah, everything's unlocked. And it's just like, OK, uh, yeah, I mean, it feels like I, I paid for like. 60 bucks for like a hard transfer onto my switch you know like of like someone like copying my memory card you know my my hard drive stuff so and that's cool so i mean like, and well, and i'm happy to have a, a more up and lively portable version of mario kart 8 because that game was came out when a lot of people were still writing off the switch and that was not enough to convince people or writing off the wii u and that was not enough to get people on there and i did notice a dip in mario kart 8 matchmaking on my wii u when i stopped and so it kind of feels like a, a a nice renaissance for a Mario Kart. I don't know. Yeah, cool. I mean, like and the matchmaking is a lot better than previous ones. I feel like. I, I'm I'm just kind of curious as to like what, what the, you know, because because I guess like the the you know unlocking stuff is always like a fairly good way to entice people into going through it. Like, what kind of stuff is there to entice well, people to go through something like this now? The single player? Well, okay, yeah. so, um, acro- well, across all modes, um, there's coins in this version. Some Mario Karts have coins, some don't. And then yeah. coins, you get 10 of them, and when you have 10 coins, it increases the top speed of your car until you lose those coins. But also, the game has a little, like, bank account that whether you, I think you lose them or don't, once you pick up a coin, it gets added to your, like, lifetime coin total. And that, in fairness, does unlock 
different like carts, wheels, and the hang glider things. Right. Okay. So that stuff's still there, and I'm not sure how much of that is like deal. What used to be DLC, which used to not be DLC, or whatever. And it seems like that stuff is unwrapped, like uh, unlocked, like on a random number generator, like. You just randomly, it says like, hey, you got 900 coins overall. You've unlocked a new part and you go there and you have to like go and check it out and it unlocks this new body for your card. A lot of them suck. Right. Okay. But that's not, that's not whatever I care. Like that, that's always been a thing. You unlock the Mario Kart and like, okay, change up what I said. It's not that you can't unlock anything. It's like the things that have been left to unlock. I just aren't as exciting. I, I, I liked in Double Dash, for example, like. Fight, like there was only like four characters to unlock in Double Dash, but they were like really well buried in the game. Like. And there was no blank spots in the character picking thing back then for that stuff. So it was just like you had no clue when you played Double Dash that there was like a couple extra characters you could get. Right. That was a fun little surprise. I guess I'm just missing the surprise. It boils down to my same problem I have with the modern gaming climate. The mysticism is gone because the Internet is around and everyone talks about everything before it's, you know, there's I don't get that time to explore a game anymore and, you know, fuck around with it and do weird experiments by myself anymore because everyone's already done it and there's a YouTube video on it, yeah, I guess. There's, there's a writing on games cast on it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. And <laughs> I, I know I know, it's literally just me lamenting getting older, but it's like, eh, part of me really kind of bums me out. I, I liked being that naive fucking kid who believed that, you know, Sonic was hidden in Super Smash Brothers Melee. Sure, it's dumb in retrospect, but I liked... Give me something to believe in, I guess. <laughs> Mario Kart. It's got dark so fast. Yeah, like Mario Kart 8, man, just floor me. Knock me on my ass with a twist. You know, just like, oh my God, they put Boo in this game. He's already in the game, but you know what I mean? Like, that's what I, when when I was first playing Double Dash, I unlocked King Boo and Petey Piranha, and I was like, oh my God. Petey Pie. What? Petey Piranha? You never know Petey Piranha? Petey Pie. Somebody didn't play the Sun Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> False gamer. I uh, played. I played enough of Super Mario Sunshine to know that that is not my kind of game. Oh man, we just uh, just let's not get started on that. <laughs> <laughs> that game is great, and the um, haters are. I have a. I got beef with those Mario Sun. Just moving on. <laughs> well. Well, just the, yeah, it's both those games are exactly as they were. I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, but two like, banger games, man. Like, uh, just because they're re-releases, don't let them. If you never played them, whew, but I mean, like, I would I would recommend Puyo Puyo above Mario Kart just because that's the kind of guy I am these days. Like, yeah, Puyo Puyo is great. Also, <laughs> if you buy a physical version, you get two hot keychains. <laughs> Great. I gave, I gave my girlfriend a Tetronimo one and she loves it. She loves Tetris. That's like the only game my girlfriend cares about. So <laughs> I mean, like how are you feeling how are you feeling about the Switch now? Like like because I mean it's it, for for a while there it was basically like people played Zelda and then they were like Okay, that's 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 all I that's all I have my Switch for. Um, well let's turn this thing on and I can read you off. That's the sound of the switch right. unlocking, by the way. Um and I'm gonna I guess I'm not, actually. I was just going to read you off <laughs> what I've got on this thing, because it's funny, like, people, like, it has no games, and then I looked at my library, I was like, I got a, I got some games on here, man. Like, I don't know, like, what it is. It's... Come on. Okay, so, uh, I've got Waku Waku 7, Snake Pass, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Puyo Puyo Tetris, Fast RMX, uh, Splatoon 2 doesn't count, uh... Blaster Master Zero, King of Fighters 98, and Snipper Clips. That's what I got on this thing. And you know what? All of those games 
except for Blaster Master Zero, are great. Fair enough. Like, I would call them great video games. Like, I... If, if you walked into my house right now and said, Nico, you want to play Snake Pass or you want to play Waku Waku 7? Like, I'd say yes. I mean... I don't know. That's, that's like, where I am with the Switch. It, it's got good shit on it. You can get it anywhere else, but it's still cool. It's a cool portable device. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, do you see it having, like, much of a future as anything other than that, though? Because, like... It, it, it's because well, the the majority of the media seems to have called it a failure as a handheld device. I, like, I, no, I mean, like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I just think that, like, I'm thinking, okay, there's a Shin Megami Tensei game coming out at some point, and if that if that's like a hard five, if they're actually just calling it SMT five, I think that'll do a lot for it because Nintendo has been aching for a decent, a decently. <sighs> difficult JRPG since like I'm gonna go out and say it since fucking since after the Super Nintendo you know what I mean right okay think about think about JRPGs and where they live do you, does it what, what is a JRPG on a Nintendo console that you can remember from the last like 20 years that was like Final Fantasy fucking wave making you know what I mean yeah, like yeah 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 uh, th- yeah yeah you're right I mean it, it kind of boils down to when they released that like the last chance was that Final Fantasy 6 you know demonstration on the N64 and then then that got taken away but, but, I mean, we but never I guess, heard about that but, ever again I guess, I guess my point is like okay there's Shin Megami Tensei there is Splatoon 2 there is Super Mario Odyssey and that's kind of it in terms of like, you know, big games that would pull people to the Switch as opposed to any other console, and it's like, well, maybe it's our job to find these games at E3. Oh yeah, okay. Now you now you've sold me. Like that's 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 gonna be the like writing on games presents making the Switch worthwhile. Switch switching the flipping the tables for the Switch. Well, switch, interview. Switching the tables. Um, We'll, re- we'll uh, interview Reggie, just like Pro yep. Jared did, and then halfway through the interview, we we just yell "switch," and then we switch who's asking the questions and who's answering. It's just and it's just a really fun. Just it's just it'll be a really fun interview. We're just guaranteeing it now. It's just it's just such a funny concept, you know. It's like just taking, a couple of guys having a laugh. It's, it's just a couple of couple of guys just having a good time and just you know taking the name of the console and just making it into like a good time. That's just what we want here on the Writing on Games cast, you know? It's just just having a good time, you know? Hey, Reggie, my body is ready. And he'll be like, did you know? Did you notice I said that? Holy shit. <laughs> and then Reggie punches you in the head and <laughs> walks away. <laughs> oh, man. Um... But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the switch will be good. Yeah, will yeah. Be. I mean, like, I, I, you know, I, I, that might have made it seem like I was, you know, like saying, oh, the switch is dead or whatever. No, I, I, oh, no. I, I absolutely don't think that. It's, it's just kind of. I think it's as, doing as, better than people want it. <laughs> I think it's doing better than the than the usual hater bunch wants because there's always those people yeah. like rooting for the Nintendo thing to fail for some reason. Yeah, yeah, psychopathic. Totally. And then, uh, I don't think it's doing as bad as those people are making it out to be, but I I would not fault you for having uh, like pause about it. You know what I mean? For yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's, de- it's definitely like at this stage I'm thinking because because I I bought my Wii U and I've got I've got like a lot of good games for that, and and I'm just thinking like my original plan was to get a Switch, you know, kind of roundabout right when Odyssey was coming out, 
And now I'm just kind of thinking, like, do I need one? Like, you know... Oh, you're gonna need one. Because <laughs> the Wii U's dead. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but my point... But, I, I like, there's, there's, there's more good games for the Wii, like, that I can name than games, than games that are out on the Switch that would make me want to buy a Switch and, like, games that are coming up for the Switch. Like, you know... Is you know it's all very well talking about like you know like Neo Geo games and stuff like I can fucking emulate some Neo Geo games <laughs> like it's um like I I don't know it's 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 a hard sell for me at this stage but you know I I I hope it becomes an easier sell as time goes on so I mean you just gotta ask yourself is like how bad do you want to play Mario Odyssey eh, I mean and I I think a lot of people would just say like really badly but the, like let's you yeah. know like that's the thing. I like I I I definitely want to stomp. I definitely want to kill some real life people by stomping on them. Um, <laughs> so you know, but is that worth dropping? You know, two hundred and seventy quid on a console? Mm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm liking this thing. It's it it's funny. It's not a. It's I don't use it as a handheld thing, but it's a great like multitasking machine. If I don't feel like using a big screen for it. I want to, like, watch something while I play something. Yeah, yeah. And I like the kickstand mode. It's weird and kind of awkward as it is. I just get a, the right stack of DVDs and Blu-rays and make that my little table for it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that works. Great. <laughs> get one if you like all those games I listed, but don't get... Um, don't get Blaster Master. Everyone pick up Serious Metal Detecting for the Nintendo Switch. Um, that was on there. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's probably all the games we've played. Like, we've, we've, we've talked for two hours about games we've played. You know what I think it's time for, Nico? I think it's time to play some games that... Time to talk about some games that we haven't played. Oh? And that means that it's time for... Tony Hawk. No, uh, it's the news. Moving over to our news correspondent, Tony Hawk. How's it going out there, Tony? Sorry, sorry, I missed you there. I was doing a sick 900. Sorry, I was Instagramming my leg and saying, I'm getting too old for this stuff now. (laughs) Um, Speaking of getting too old for this stuff, um, Valve is getting too old for Half-Life 2 portal and left for dead writers because there's there's no there's no writers that worked on half-life anymore they're all gone check 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 did this not happen they've they've had a while ago they've had a lot of writers leave over the years um didn't the original half-life 2 writer like leave like ages ago or am i thinking oh am i thinking the bioshock guy no hold on there, there were def- there, like there was definitely, like, I mean, I, I, I don't know. The, the whole thing with Valve and writers is always so kind of, you know, it, it seems like there's a writer leaving there like every fucking year at this stage. Because I certainly remember last year there was something about a writer, um, you know, like leaving leaving Valve or something. I, I don't know. Um. But, it, right, okay, in February, Eric Walpaw left Valve, 
like like Falashek, Walpaw's credits include Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and Episode 2, as well as Portal and the two Left 4 Dead games. So, uh, last year, Mark Laidlaw, primary writer for Half-Life and Half-Life 2, also left the studio. So, they're kind of, you know, hemorrhaging writers at this stage, but, you know, I guess, it, I, I guess the thing to take away from this is that, hey, maybe maybe half-life 3 there there are two there are two ways you can take it either half-life 3 is not happening because the writers don't have any need to be there or the writing for half-life 3 is done and therefore maybe it is happening so yeah i've i've always i've actually kind of always not really like subscribed to the theory but i've always kind of imagined that if there is going to be a half-life three that that shit probably got written in like 2007 right like, yeah like, yeah there's the, the, or like whatever the, the orange box the, there must there must have been an arc kind of decided for that stuff like years ago you know I, god like i you know i won't say how part two ended of when two got split up into three and then they yeah. didn't even finish the trilogy on that shit um yeah. but like it really does seem baffling that I get, I get, I totally get any game developer going, well, we don't want to continue this until we have something new to say or show for ourselves, you know, yeah, in yeah. terms of tech, writing, whatever. But the way that two, part two, two, part two ended was like, okay, f- then don't write the story that way, dude. Like, cause you've just like, <laughs> re- like talk about the case of plot blue balls, dude. Like, come yeah, on. Like, yeah. Like, man, you did something radical. Good on you for doing something cool. But you can't just leave us there. Like, I mean, like, and I never even thought the Half-Life story was that cool or, like, amazing, you know? You know what? I played Half-Life 2 not even realizing that Half-Life 2 takes place, like, 20 years in the future or whatever. Like, I I didn't pick up on that shit until people were talking about it. Like, oh, (laughs) this makes sense why everyone is older now? Okay. And then, so, yeah, whatever. Like, I never cared. But, damn, like, you can't just... Talk about Halo. You thought the Halo 2 ending was a cliffhanger. Holy shit. Yeah, I, I, like, I've, I've always found it weird that that ending always got more shit than the Half-Life one. Like, it's because, well, that one, because, um, well, you know, not to, as I'm usually saying, the general, the general majority of the public is not the type of person that humors a Half-Life caliber, and I'm sorry I'm going to make this smart versus dumb for a second. <laughs> Half-Life's story will be always more intelligent than Halo's story. And that's fair enough. Some people just don't like an intelligent... I know. I, I, okay, hold on. So the, the general majority will always be yeah, pick up on the easier story to handle. So I'm just saying there was more people with eyes on Halo and universally... So, so as it stands, more people would have seen the Halo 2 ending than the Half-Life 2 ending. Yeah. That's like, or Half-Life 2 Part 2. Not to say the people who play Halo are dumb. I've lost many years of my life to that series. I love it. Just saying. It, make, it makes sense that, that the Halo 1 got more hate because probably there's more people playing Halo 2. I'm going to say. Fair enough. You're all dumb. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man yeah i mean I, I i don't even there's there's not really much i can say about this like at this stage like you know any future on half-life or whatever like who, like it's so hard for me to like get excited about or you know get even curious about any kind of half-life news at this stage where i'm like because uh, valve just, i'm with you i'm i'm with you i get you but have you seen the crobe cat thing 
where it's just Gabe Newell being yeah, asked about yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you really do see like you can you, your brain kind of develops a story where you can kind of picture exactly when he didn't care anymore yeah, and it, yeah, it makes sure. you makes you kind of sad it's like <laughs> it, it, even even as someone who like like I totally agree with you I kind of don't care at this point I don't even think I'm going to lose my mind if I see you know Half Life Three confirmed and it's not a joke yeah at this point because I I'm so I've been burned so hard. I was waiting for it, and then other games came and got me, and fell in love with other games and stuff. I'm this girl is done. If, if we're t- you know, let's let's do the old metaphor. If it's an old relationship, it's an old flame. I don't care about this lady anymore. Half Life Three, have a nice life. But Half Life like, Three, you're done. You're it done. just feels weird. It's like we never had closure. You know, like, it's, <laughs> just we never saw what could have been. I just like at this point, it's like okay, Valve is no stranger to releasing comics or you know stuff to fill in the blanks. Could I just get a fucking follow-up comment that just says what's going on with Gordon and then <laughs> call it a day? He, he died on the way back to his home planet. There you go. Uh, you know would be cool? Now, now, I'm just, now I'm just pontificating to the, to the cosmos here, but <laughs> what if we got like a Samurai Jack-esque cartoon, but it was just Gordon Freeman running around City 17? Oh, man. Wouldn't that be kind of hot? Like, that'd, that'd be, be kind of cool. That'd be fucking great. Holy shit. You know, he doesn't say much. He could grunt or something and say, I am Gordon, you know, or something, you know, whatever. And then... <laughs> just- that's all he says. Says his catchphrase. He's well-known catchphrase. His name's not I actually Gordon. Gordon. This guy just says, "Hey, Gordon," and then and then he, and that's his name. And then he just, <laughs> just turns like around. Jack. Then he just turns around and tips his fedora. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. And he just runs around. He meets some people who want to eat his crowbar, and he runs away. It's great. And then <laughs> Doctor Breen and Doctor Breen. You know, give him a coo's voice. You're fucking fine. Oh, he says, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm making more ideas than Valve's doing currently. Come on, guys. Exactly. You're, you're the writer for Half Life Three now. Sometimes I wonder, should I just like be like, hey man, I don't have any writing to show for myself, but I can make your series not suck. Because <laughs> I've got some ideas. Yo, what if, what if, what if the, what if uh, Doctor Breen looks at the camera and says, what about him? And then it turns out you were Gordon Freeman the whole time, and that the real Gordon Freeman's been on a motorcycle in Europe the whole time. No, I, I was, I was, I was gonna say something there that would spoil a Don't game. Even s- <laughs> I, I was like, I was gonna make a funny joke, and then I was like, actually, maybe not. <laughs> I love going as close as I possibly can with that one. Just the tip. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, speaking of just the tip. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, we're in news. <laughs> I genuinely forgot. Uh, how about this hot tip? Uh, from um, I'm trying to link tip to to Zelda Breath of the Wild. Tip of the Master Sword. Just just the tip of the Master Sword. Um, speaking of just the tip, Zelda Breath of the Wild's first DLC detailed. Here's everything we know. I'm just so good at these segues, Nico. Uh, you you know what you're you are codenamed ginger right now you are the fucking segue you are you are literally rolling around town giving guided tours on those things that's how you're the master speaking of guided tours you can go and you, you'll, you'll be able to go into the map and uh in 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 breath of the wild and uh get a guided tour of everywhere you've been in the game over the last 200 hours of play time which yes is a very good feature. <laughs> Holy shit. What a what a cool fucking feature, man. Yeah. See, that's this is why like 
like people always give me grief like what you don't seem to give a fuck about the nintendo dlc even though it's just as bad it's like dude they they have interesting shit they inject into the like that's an interesting thing to like sure maybe it should have been in the original game but it's a it's a unique like way to solve a problem while also making a bit of scratch off of it i don't know yeah, it's, for sure yeah i mean because like yeah uh, yeah like it, it gives you costumes as well and um, I, I think you get the old, the old, the old favorite of let's give them a, uh, an enemy rush mode where they can just fight as many enemies as they want. If that's your thing. Totally. I mean, uh, um, this... sorry, I'm looking for the page while I'm talking about it too. That's cool. I had it up and I lost it. Well, um, cause, cause right. So, um, is, so is this DLC, is this DLC that they're going to charge you for? Well, it's a part of the pass. Right. The expansion okay. pass. Right. And honestly, the the pass includes both things, I think. Uh, includes one that's coming out this summer and one that's coming out in the holiday. It's 20 bucks for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to tell you what's what's worth what what, but in my in my Nico's eyes, I don't think that's too bad considering well, other games that want you to give them $70 up front before they even show you what the DLC is. Well, like, in my Nico's eyes, I agree. No, it's, it's no, like yeah, yeah. I, I don't think we're very. I don't think we're quiet about how most DLC doesn't really affect us, and like, yeah, you yeah. know, like in terms of like, oh, this costs this much. Oh, fuck this game. You know, like it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe you know, it's uh, uh, warning. We we come from a place of privilege that some people don't have, but you know, like for for, for my specific situation, twenty bucks ain't that big a deal for me, especially considering the love I have for this series and everything. But yeah, for sure, yeah. If you want hard mode and stuff like that, that's hard mode is a little bit sus. I, I will tell you, like, that's a little weird it, it, to it, add as a paid thing. That should just be a free update, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, although it, even that though, they've done something funny with it and kind of fun. Uh, there's no more the, the tears of all the bad guys have been raised, and uh, they have regenerating health. Like that's different. That's cool, but you know, should have been in the game. Like, even Persona 5 gave you hard mode as a free update, or free DLC. Yeah, yeah. And nobody wants to play that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, did you already bring up the travel? Sorry, did, did you bring up the travel medallion, too? Uh, no. What? Okay, so also apparently on the... So when you get the DLC, they're just going to, like, plug... I, I, I kind of figured there was going to be, like, an extra continent, you know, added. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess that's not the case, but hey, you never know. This is only the first one. But instead, they kind of just are going to like add like se- more secrets. Like there's going to be like big boy chests, like you know, with real fancy shit in them. Okay, fair and enough. There's going to be eight treasure chests that are going to be placed around Hyrule once this thing goes in. And have you seen some of the costumes? I I, I saw I saw the Tingle one. There is a fucking Tingle costume, and it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 like it, it, you know is. I was just like I looked at my my fucking brain when I looked at that at first was like why why is there iDubs DLC in Breath of the Wild? <laughs> I love that iDubs has infected your brain to that point exactly. where he has now taken a front seat to Zelda stuff. <laughs> he's done it. He's that's how you know you're successful. He's, he he has completed hell. he has completed the meme. So. <laughs> Now I can't unsee that. <laughs> if only he didn't have the hair showing through, so it could be like the bald eye dubs look. <laughs> I, I, I am gonna one hundred percent show my fanboy fucking Majora's mask in proud fanboyness. Right. I love that one of these is just the Majora's mask. Uh, 
like this, this uh, I love I love the look of Majora's Mask to the point where like I go to my way to like stylize my browser in the ter- with Majora's Mask shit and stuff like that. I'm a huge fucking Majora's Mask idiot, so <laughs> this is touching me right on my Majora's Mask boner. And thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I I don't know. I think some I I think like the costumes. I don't know. They're I, whatever. I, like, I, I, I I always thought in Breath of the Wild that like the armor sets looked kind of dumb. There weren't really any that I was like, oh man, this looks really cool. I, I was just like, this looks just. It looked like I was playing dress up with Link. Well, you are. I mean, like the, the only one, the only one that I actually thought like suited him was the um the one uh the fucking one that you, you, in order to get into the village you have to dress as a woman essentially i i noticed about that outfit though that outfit's good not just for that um because I, I i keep forgetting they they do a, i think the game was recently patched because i'm noticing little things that pop up that are a bit more informative like it kind of lets you know better when you have a bonus right attached okay. to your outfit so like that like gives you heat resistance no matter where you are no matter yes. you know like yeah or may- maybe not of uh, lava but like yeah it doesn't get it doesn't it, give it, you like it, set on fire resistance but it's, yeah it just means like you won't get like over sweaty or whatever in the desert he he kind of gets all sluggish out there right yeah and but it like it now like says that and I've noticed a lot of the outfits have that and they don't tell you that and you gotta like upgrade them I mean and then once they're at like two upgrade each they have like over effects and that. That adds some coolness to the outfits. I, I like just mix and matching them and kind of making the goofiest looking traveler link I can make. I just got a... Oh, okay. How do I say this without like telling everyone where it is? It's Okay, you know how we talk shit on those combat shrines? Yeah, yeah. I've been getting like outfits because of those. Like when I go back and beat them. So like All it right. sucks because like some of the cool shit's buried behind the, the, the least fun shrines. But I yeah. got like a climbing outfit because of one. All right, fair enough. Holy that shit. like complements the bandana. I I and don't so, think I what, what, what was, I don't think I have the bandana. Okay, so there's a bandana that makes your climbing speed go up. Okay. And I it, I found it kind of relatively easy. I think I was just like following the plot or whatever, and and then I got like a tank top that's also part of that set. So now my link is like just like flies up walls, and I'm yeah, assuming yeah, yeah. there's bottoms for it somewhere in the world. But like stuff like that is kind of great. Like I don't know. It, I think there's a lot more costumes than I've led myself to believe are in this game because I, I haven't like spoiled it for myself and like looked at the wiki yet or whatever. Right. Okay. Uh, so I think there may be like more costumes than I'm aware of, and but I think a lot there may be like more to the costumes than the game leads on too because like some of them do cool. I don't know what it is. <sighs> this game rides that line of being like Dark Souls cryptic. But yeah, I don't yeah. think they're trying to be that cryptic on purpose. It's just Nintendo being vague as fuck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's hard for me to, like, praise that or not praise that, depending on what's going on. I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at all this stuff that's featured in the DLC, and it's like, Korok Mask. By finding the new Korok Mask, players will have a much easier time finding Korok locations in the game. I'm like... Cool. But, well, Whatever. I, but I'm just, I'm like... Koroks are not difficult to find. Like it's just you walk around. Uh, I think children are in mind with this one, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but um, well, how many times has the fucking Korok just been the most like nothing pebble on the ground you lift up and there he is? It's like, dude, I- I've had some Koroks where I was like, I would have never found this, and I like, I'm glad I didn't walk by this because I would have never found this again. But uh, but I mean, for me, it was just a case of like, okay, there's a rock there, I can lift it up. There's gonna be a Korok under here, and like 
9.99999 times out of 10 there was a korok under there <laughs> I, I just I, I got i got swayed from doing that because i found a very steep hill that had about like 50 of those rocks on them and i lifted uh, yeah. almost all of them up and i didn't find a single fucker under them and i was like <laughs> all right all right i'm never lifting up a rock. like i was just i was done for the moment i was just <laughs> uh, there are uh, i mean th- that being said there are a few you can hear before you see them like there, you can hear the kind of like wind chimey thing i guess yeah I don't know. Oh, and I, I forgot to mention again, the, the, the travel medallion is like you can like set a waypoint on the ground to like travel back to. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. That, 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 that sounds cool. But I mean, also, like I have so many fast travel points in that game anyway. Like, I wonder do, how this affects speed running. I, I mean, that that's kind of the, the whole thing that's been going on since since the amiibo stuff where it's like i think everyone's kind of coming to the the opinion that you know the good sport way of doing it is without any stuff that you don't get just from the vanilla game but uh, yeah you know dlc is really gonna change like i wonder if like that's the future of speed running is the qualifiers are gonna be like amiibo less amiibo you know like because like it's weird like okay i can do the speed run better because there is an amiibo that gives you a shield that is like the best shield in the game. It's like a fact. Like the the Zelda yeah. amiibo does it, and so like I wonder. Yeah, you could start the game immediately, go boop with that amiibo, and then you've already got like an end game item, quote unquote, uh, for your first. Well, I guess it takes you a while to get the runes right for the amiibo thing, but then yeah, I I, I don't know how I feel. Yeah, that's a weird thing. I've been because uh, this this game has actually got me interested in just like not not speed running, but like just viewing speed runs like i have i have a little appreciation for it now like the the kind of dedication to it and like so this i i've i like watching people come at this game and we're when i i hope the dlc gets accepted for stuff like that because it st- I, all i see when i look at that um talisman now that creates a waypoint or whatever is like you could do some crazy glitchy stuff with this and beat the game in like two seconds or you know like totally yeah I mean, someone's gonna find a way to put that travel medallion down like in front of the door to ganon warp away somewhere else come back or something and like phase through a wall and just get to the end i don't know like I, that those are the kind of speed runs i'm excited for like because now it's really just a case of like People have found the you know the 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 right route to speed run it like normally, and it's just now about like shaving like seconds off that time. Whereas yeah. you know like I, I really want to see if there's a way that people can like properly fucking break the game. So you know like, but I feel like that's kind of a, a different subset of speed running where it's like okay, okay we're gonna any, use all, that's any percent usually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're we're gonna use all these dlc and amiibo stuff and just try and find glitches and everything like that could be really fucking cool but um it's it's happening as we speak there are people streaming yes. i've I've been dipping in and out of people's um twitch runs on it like it's just people exploring the glitch capabilities it's, it's so cool like yeah this yeah. stuff is really fascinating and i have to like just appreciate it from afar because i could never be one of those people that's it seems like you almost have to be like a coder or something to like actually get into speed running the more i've like checked this stuff out like yeah i I never realized that like knowing to like attack a wall that makes you fly across the map that's not like trial and error like someone i think just read that and then like yes exactly executed it as such it's not like like people think it's kind of weird could you imagine someone like going through every part of that game and hitting every wall they come across 
like fuck <laughs> like there's definitely some there's definitely an element in there where they're just like reading it which you know isn't much you know yeah it isn't much like you know they're still reading through a whole bunch of fucking code but like it's you know they're noticing like inconsistencies and stuff so yeah i i i, I don't know it's i mean I, at this stage like i kind of think to myself like sometimes you know man i should probably fire up breath of the wild again i mean i i, I don't know it, it, I I feel like I'm kind of done with Breath of the Wild. In in a lot Forever? of ways. Forever. I I mean, what am I gonna do? I've beat I've beaten the game. Like, I mean, that is checking that you know Hero's Path mode where it's like you know the 200 hours of playtime. It marks your footsteps and stuff. That might be interesting, but like, I I I see that as interesting, but I don't think that's a a thing designed to get like people to come back. I think that's just for completionist I mean, stuff. At o- the end o- of the day, honestly, that's that's the most interesting part of this DLC to me, though, because like the hard modes, I'm not gonna like. Oh yeah, fuck that. I don't, I don't really care about it. The trial Games of the sword, enough. yeah, for sure. The trial of the sword, I I don't really care about the travel medallion. I've got a lot of. You know, I've I, I, I've got fast travel points all over the fucking map anyway. The Korok mask, I, I'm not. I, I don't care about finding more Korok seeds. Like, is is <sighs> I just hope the Majora's mask, uh, like thing, does something to enemies, like mind controls them or something. It would be so cool. Uh, yeah. if all that stuff had crazy effects, but like, man. This is a very small aside now about this game, but did you ever find a way how to like track shooting stars or like kind of get them down to a science? Or no, nope. I I I never I never fo- I I saw one. I never followed. Yeah, because I have all these amiibo armor things now, and it's like you cannot upgrade those without a piece of a shooting star. All right, okay. And, and it's like I want the ocarina. I want my ocarina of time clothes to not be garbage here, clo- like armor, because they're so bad. <laughs> It's just, you know, small nitpicks like that. It's. I, I always like falter before I say this, but it's like. I still think Breath of the Wild might be one of the best games I've ever played. Like, it's really, really good. Like, for it's sure. It's really fucking good. Like. You're not like. You're never allowed to say that shit anymore. You can't just say, oh, this game's great. And then everyone's like, well. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Call yourself a critic. Like, it's. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I can critique things, but also think this is the best thing I've played in a very long time. Yeah, God. for sure. I mean, is that. Like. It's still definitely, you know, up there as, like, game of the year for me. Um, so, yeah, it's... it's it, I, I, I... There... I, I it, like... It, it's just it's just a game that I've played, and now I think, like, may, maybe... Like, it, it, maybe I'll go back to it later in the year, but right now I'm just kind of, like... I, I put a lot of time into that game, and it's great, and it's amazing. Maybe I just need to not play that for a while and uh come back to it at some point later in the year or something when yeah, there, when, I mean, when, there, when, there's a, when there's a kind of clearer pot, like path of like when that dlc is coming out what dlc is coming out <laughs> you know that might encourage me to pick it up but who knows um but yeah uh, i just got linked from that zelda website to my nintendo rewards page and it's like nintendo still hasn't made it so you can get switch rewards wait what well you know like you know nintendo rewards or whatever and yeah yeah yeah, yeah they, they linked me that from the zelda thing and you said still it still has a coming soon thing over like redeeming your points on did, did they not did they not shut down 
rewards no, that or something. Was a, that was a while ago, but they, they they shut it down. Like Club Nintendo does not exist right, yeah, anymore, yeah. but it became it became my Nintendo, which is like the exact same thing, except <laughs> the prizes you get aren't even fucking physical cool shit anymore. It's right. Hey, give us fifty of these coins that cost quite a while, cost quite a bit to farm in some of these games. Yeah. The longer you play them, and we'll give you a fucking iPhone screen. Like, like like a wallpaper for your iPhone. It's not like I could just find the JPEG you guys have selected and fucking screen grab it and just make it my background. I hey, could just give you fifty space bucks. Got this glossy PNG baby. That's the thing. Is like I check back on here because I think, oh, like w- what do you get for your Switch? I need some dumb shit for my Switch, and it's all it's been coming soon for ages. Like I just can't believe there are still companies out there giving out things like wallpapers. As rewards oh, and shit. Forty percent off the new Nintendo 3DS port of Street Fighter Alpha Two. It's, it's, it's got it's got a violent can in it. No, it doesn't. Wait, what? Wait, what? Not what, that what, one. What, what one am I thinking of? You're thinking of the one that hasn't come out yet, but it's it's oh, gonna right, come okay. out like any day. That's Super Street Fighter Tornado Edition Part Five Excalibur, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, they, it's a, no with they, violent they, can. Starring Violent Ken and Shaggy 2 Ryu. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, it's Ultra Street Fighter 2, the new Challengers. Wait, no, the final Challengers. <laughs> Violent Ken. Street Fighter 2 has been trying to end for years. They were just waiting for Violent Ken to show up. <laughs> yeah, he's now we can end this shit. God damn, it's been going on for almost 30 years. That's the that's the bow that ties all this together. <laughs> Violent Ken. <laughs> Ryu's like, finally, all of my friends are here. We can finally take this group photo for the... <laughs> logo <laughs> how, many, how many Ryu's do we have like 10 7 Ken's a Chun-Li or two yeah exactly two Zangief's got Violent Ken we've got Empathetic Ken we've got uh... Milk, Milk Toast Blanca um, <laughs> got uh, got uh, we've got Fickle Cammy um, <laughs> Moderately Depressed Bison uh <laughs> Bipolar Balrog, uh, Vivacious Vega, um, Horny Dalson. <laughs> hey, you want to see how far this limb can stretch? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you should go to the doctor if you're shooting yoga fire out of your dick. <laughs> It burns when I pee fireballs. Yoga! Piss. (laughs) Yoga pain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, speaking of of Horny Dalsim. There is nothing you could segue from that. uh, I don't believe you. We got Horny Kojima uh, talking talking about naked Norman Reedus. When you when you realize why you were critiquing Naked Norman Reedus, you will regret your words. You will you will what was it? You you will question your words and deeds. <laughs> you will question your words and deeds for making Norman cry. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the 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 first quote on this article on Gamespot is quote I wanted people to see first a naked Norman. <laughs> um. During a so this is just this is bullshit. <laughs> During an appearance at the Tribeca Games Festival this weekend, Hideo Kojima shared an update on how his mysterious and anticipated game Death Stranding has come along. Um, I watched 
the I watched the kind of highlights of that talk. He doesn't give a fucking update. He's just talking shite again. It's all about like sticks and what could. Whenever someone says, "Oh, Kojima has like like said something crazy," it's always like. It's always what, what did you expect? Like, like, yeah. It was out of context. Like, someone overheard him at a bar say, "I like, I like Metal Gear." You know, and it's like he's making a new Metal Gear. Like, it's always like something crazy like that with Kojima. Yeah. And the news is always him talking about a movie he liked or something, and it's do you, not do you, important. Do you, want, do you want to know the big update for Death Stranding? It's a game still. We are continuously doing different tests for game systems, for characters, for environments. We are continually testing these aspects. So far, it's going pretty well. Yeah, I've seen his Twitter updates. Been playing with the Legos, the the the, tri- the tried and true Lego design method. It's great. It doesn't uh, it, like seriously though. It's like you know the amount of fucking videos you get coming from that, where it's like, does this does this Twitter post with a Mads Mikkelsen Lego tell us about the mechanics of Death Stranding? Like, no, <laughs> it's not yet. <laughs> it's it never will. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's not. It's not like he's testing. Mecha- yeah, he tests engine mechanics with Legos. No, I'm pretty sure he's just like blueprinting out a map for the world or pretty something. Pretty much. Like, yeah. Uh, um, we should just talk to Kojima's son. As, as an example, Kojima said the team is working on a test environment set in New York, though that is not where the game is set. He stressed. Like I, I remember watching that bit of the talk, and like so the 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 biggest piece of information we have on death stranding is that it's not set in new york <laughs> that is like the most concrete thing we know about this game because well you know good question because one or two kojima games do take place in new york i guess yeah, that's a fair <laughs> point yeah but i mean it's it, like you know it, it, i mean we we don't like we know that we know that Guillermo del Toro isn't actually going to be in the game, but his character model might be like we. I think you play as Norman Reedus, and I think that Mads Mikkelsen is the bad guy. But I thought he was confirmed as the bad guy. I'm fair. fair <laughs> I, I just heard, I just heard someone scream there. Someone just yelled Kevin really loud. <laughs> that scared me. And there was a helicopter flying overhead. Oh man. Oh god! Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm gonna mute myself for a second because it sounds like pandemonium is going on. So someone's following the train don't, right now. Don't mute it. <laughs> Get this good stuff. I want to see. Just imagine some guy like screaming from a helicopter. Kevin, Kevin, I just saw you, I follow the train, Kevin. <laughs> some dude is currently living San Andreas in LA right now. <laughs> um. So. Also during the talk, Kojima briefly discussed discussed Redis being naked in the Death Stranding reveal trailer. Having Redis naked in the Death Stranding reveal trailer is something I very specifically had in mind. I wanted people to see first the naked Norman, and then from there you will be able to see him in different costumes, in different hairstyles, different equipment. And that's as much as I should say today. Wait, what? You may have noticed Norman Reedus was naked. Well, I wanted you to see him naked, but keep in mind, he will be clothed. Yeah, I mean, like, but, like that's that's all he said. Is, is is the main reason we see Norman Reedus naked so that, like, we know, so that we can imagine different costumes on him? Like at that at that stage, why not? He's just a blank have, slate. Why not just have him as a T pose, like you know, just in the trailer? Don't give him any ideas. 
What if the game ends and it's like, this wasn't even a game at all. The game's not even finished. Then the game, like, freaks out and then everyone's in T-pose and it just ends. <laughs> I mean, actually, no. The, wait, no. I, I was I was thinking, like, at the end of that first trailer, is there not, like, a bunch of people in the sky that are kind of in T-pose? No, nah, uh, dude. Those are the last five Metal Gear games hanging over him in the distance. And you see, Norman Reedus is Kojima, and his, his, he's got the Phantom Baby, which is like the Phantom Pain. And then he, he has the baby. He has one baby. Then the baby goes away. Then it's zero, just like zero from Metal Gear Solid. And then what you, you see there is the five Kojima games. Those are bad, and they're they're in the distance. And you see all those whales and stuff. And that's the washed-up dreams of Kojima. Nico. Oh. <laughs> You might have just gone into more depth than any Death Stranding conspiracy theorist on YouTube. That was unbelievable. I pulled that out of my ass, too. That was... What the fuck did you just do? (laughs) You won't believe what we found out about Death Stranding. Death Stranding explained? And then I'll do a dumb picture of my face. What? <laughs> Just mouth agape like, huh? I've, I've been working on my terrible clickbait face for YouTube for years. Exactly. This, this, this is where all the time's going. This is where, you know, when I say, like, are the, where are the videos? This is where you come in and say, like, you know, I'm, work, I'm working on them. Like, I'm working on fucking thumbnails. I'm getting, this, I'm getting views, baby. Um, spe- speaking, speaking of views... Uh right. What can we? Uh, appar- apparently, um, the 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 people people viewing a viral video, people thought was responsible for boxing kangaroo Roger not being in Tekken Seven. Okay, so I've you. I got surprised when you said that to me because I had actually remembered that someone said he is in the game. Yeah. And that it was like a it was like a it was like a bitchy kind of like anger like like they were just like fucking with everyone because they didn't like lucky chloe is that is that do i have that right like I, yeah i mean so americans didn't like lucky chloe or they did like yeah so, so was it that lucky chloe was offensive or was it that's too cutesy what, I, what, what was it i think it was that she was too cutesy and that that was that was the thing but like I I think a lot of this is just Harada being Harada and just being kind of a sarcastic, you know... He like, seemed to dude. take the Lucky Chloe response a bit, like, like too, like angry, you know? Like, it was a bit, like... Seemed kind of salty about it a bit. I don't know. I mean, like, to be fair, he has put a lot of effort into trying to keep a lot of people happy in terms of, you know... I'm fairly sure it was him that you know i might be getting this completely wrong there was there was there was a character that you know he was really worried would um would cause some kind of like offense or whatever it was like it was a character from the middle east i want to say i i might be entirely wrong on that but he actually like went out there and like spent a lot of time there just kind of you know, researching the place and the people and stuff, like, to get a good perspective on it, which seems, like, insane for a fucking fighting game character. But, like, you know, he's gone to that effort. Like, he's, you know... But then then he comes out with stuff like this, where... And this was, this was like, just a weird fucking thing, because um, you had, like, Harada talking about Roger, who, you know, if you've played Tekken, you know he's the fucking 
he's the kangaroo with the boxing gloves and he's it's great um yeah and like he did an interview with vg247 where he was talking about how roger wasn't going to be in tekken 7 because there was a video of a man's dog being headlocked by a kangaroo and he punched it in the face it turned into a big problem people were complaining about him punching a kangaroo (laughs) harada went on to say that there were animal activists there were more animal act harada went on to say there are there are animal activists today than there used to be i think there was a more missing there um Although these people might not play Tekken 7, Harada said they would still hear about that, referring to a kangaroo being in the game who is able to be punched. <laughs> these people would, quote, complain about it. So Roger was left out. Um, and he says, Tekken 7 does feature a fighting animal in the form of Kuma the bear. He's in the game because, according to Harada, a bear is obviously stronger than a human being. <laughs> What is it? Well, you know what's funny is like animal rights activists would probably have more of a problem with Kuma because Kuma was like trained by Heihachi. Yeah, yeah. And that would be like that's that could be borderline abusive because how I, did he train that bear? He probably beat the shit out of it a bunch. You I know, mean, like like the thing the thing that was kind of interesting about this was that you know a lot of you know you had like VG twenty four seven and PC gamer and stuff saying you know animal activists are responsible for roger not being in the game and it was like actually no it was it was a decision that the team took like at no point did animal activists play a part in this it was just like they thought what if animal activists heard about this let's keep them out of the game and i say this as someone who cares deeply about animal activism like if anyone is actually caring about like like no fucking animal activist actually cares about a kangaroo being in a game that punches people and can be punched like can we still get alex then because that animal doesn't even exist anymore the same it's a swap like it's funny because roger's a palette swap you know what I mean? like yeah yeah because well, it doesn't yeah, matter i mean it's just, like you know i mean even even when like peter get you know involved in the whole like mario thing and whatever it's so nakedly just a publicity grab and stuff well, that's the thing does anyone do do like every vegan i know or anyone who i would consider an actual like you know fighting for animal rights person they think Peter's a fucking joke like yeah yeah it's Peter's not what it used to be like i, I got my own beefs with Peter, honestly but it's like yeah it, like, I, like I, I i certainly who cares about Peter? i get you know like i mean like like also it's Tekken. Have you ever seen Tekken? It's not Mortal Kombat. Jesus Christ! Like, yeah, exactly. It's 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 like cartoon fighting. You know, it's, it's like you're talking about a kangaroo that literally wears boxing gloves, which is like a trope, like a hilarious, like you know, for comedic purposes, it's rooted in some probably like fucked up stuff. But like, it's I feel like it's one of those things that's gotten bigger than the thing it was originally based on. It's like a a kangaroo in boxing gloves. It's cliche. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I, like, and, and for Tekken, it's it's like a traditional character. It's uh, it's one of the goofy, you know, extra secret characters. I think it was, I think Roger was in fucking two or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it was it was early. It was it, yeah, yeah. You could be Alex or Roger, and Alex was like a raptor, and and the other one was a kangaroo. And it's like, yes, like this is dumb. I love this. Like, I I'm an animal <laughs> activist. I saw I saw a, a velociraptor in the game. I, I I think it's despicable how you're getting a velociraptor to be punched so insensitive uh, you know those things died you know yeah exactly 
they're all gone, and now you're using them for your entertainment. And it was because a meteor punched them in the face. Jeez, oh, a meteor caused by Aku. <laughs> yeah. That's well, true. Um... But yeah, this is this is just a dumb thing, and like I've heard conflicting stories. Some people are saying he is going to be in the game. I've heard some people saying he isn't going to be in the game. I've heard, I've heard some people saying that this is just Harada making a joke that was taken by these outlets and spun into something that was not a joke. Um, but you know, Tekken Seven's coming out. I'm excited. Yeah, I just, at this point, I don't care who's in it. Can I just get Tekken 7? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me a Kazama, and then there you go. Wait, is Kazuya, uh, is he confirmed? Uh, yes, yes, he is. Okay, that's all I need. Just give me that. Uh, there was also a story I saw at some point where Tekken 7 has third-person shooting and quick-time events. So, and also, so third-person shooting, first-person mode. Uh, no, third-person. Third no, it has first person though too, doesn't it? Wait, what? Because of the VR shit, like oh, shit, was so not like a, yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit! Tekken Seven's gonna be crazy. I, I I love the opening sentence of this article. The fighting game Tekken Seven won't be limited to punching and kicking. <laughs> it's just so dumb to me. Um, when are we gonna get a good fireball character? Yeah. Like, we don't get anyone who just can throw a good Hadouken. Well, oh, I, I guess mean, wait, no, we we fucking do now, yeah, don't we? Yeah, uh, Akuma's. In it. So, I hope um, he says. I hope he does that thing where he comes on. And he says shosh. I don't remember what the fuck he was saying there. Shosh. Remember that thing he always says? He always says shosh. Yeah, he's probably saying something in Japanese, but I just heard it as shosh. Uh, apparently, apparently there is there is video of the shooting thing. Uh, wait. Uh, give me give me a second. I'm skipping to seven seven ten where it says this is a thing, and it's not gonna load, is it? Hell yeah. Love, I'm just trying to love, see footage of him. I love GameSpot's player. It auto plays, and then doesn't load the thing you want it to load. It's just a really good player all round. Oh, here we go. If we want to talk, if we want to talk about characters we that like shouldn't be in Tekken. I kind of think that Dra- Dragonov guy shouldn't be in it. That guy sucks. This looks dumb. Oh man, I'm like, I'm, I'm that. I mean, that was literally a second of a of a character shooting a machine gun. Okay, I'm listening. Which character? Uh, Lars, as in... Oh, wait, no, no, you brought it, you brought it out again. Wait, what, what, is going, what, is going, what is going on here? Do you know the character Lars? He's like... This is the fucking guy. He's like the most anime-looking character ever, right? Yeah. In the cape and the Super Saiyan hair, yeah. And he's, and he's meant to be like a uh, fucking... Um, Are they trying to make him the new protagonist? Well, because he is part of the... He's part of the Mishima bloodline, I think. Yeah, yeah. Tekken, Tekken 6 didn't do anything good for this. <laughs> yeah, it was... Take me back to the ogre, man. What is up with this weird shit with all these anime men running into the game now? Like, I know yeah, this exactly. game was take, never... Take us back to ogre, the believable character. Well, fucking hell, man. I was I was way more into Heihachi and his fur coat going through an Aztec pyramid or whatever, like, trying to... Like, then whatever's going on in the world of Tekken nowadays with Lars and... Guy, Dragonov guy. He looks like a vampire Nazi man. I don't know. Like, like everyone in this game is weird looking to me now. As someone who like kind of didn't play five or six too much. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I I I I played quite a bit of six, um, and yeah, I've 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 said it before. I I'm a guy who plays Tekken for the 
dumbass story. It's like I don't just play it for the story, obviously, but it's... I love the Tekken story, but I, I don't like their story modes where you have to like run around like a terrible version of like double dragon yes. or some shit. It's yeah, so yeah, yeah. bad. It's, like you'd think that that would be better. But um, if if it, they gave you like an actual camera angle to use for a fighting game in the fights and not just <laughs> behind the back for some reason and oh, I just don't even get me started on that fucking shit. It's yeah. not good. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm we've got we've got like a few more news stories, some of which are just fucking like we don't need to talk about a, a me character lawsuit. Uh, what? Wait, 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 what? Someone's... Uh, okay, I guess we're going to talk about the me character wait, lawsuit. Wait, now. wait, wait, still on Tekken. Why the fuck was, does Huarong have a fucking eye patch? What's going on here? Because he got fucking gouged, baby. When? I don't know. <laughs> that guy maybe took him out with the grenade launcher in the parking lot. Alternate reality, Huarong? Oh yeah, holy shit, I forgot about that fucking Tekken <laughs> You forgot about the world's greatest video game cutscene? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a product of the Matrix. <laughs> oh man, Orang's got black hair now. That's not right. Uh, you can't just give a redheaded character black hair for no reason. That just like that's not getting older. That makes no sense. Well, he, oh, he's got he's got a streak of orange in his black hair. That's the Orang. You look like a he, damn fool. He looks he looks like a character from fucking Yakuza now. Looks like a fucking Persona character too. <laughs> yeah. He's got some con- he's got some kanji to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you ever played this Persona fighter? No. It's actually pretty fucking good, I've, like, I've, as far I've, as, like, 2D I've, fighters go. I've heard that a lot. People say that the Persona fighting game... Because they brought a couple of fighting games, didn't they? It's it's the same game. They just added, like, a... It, one of them is just, like, the better version, right, because okay. it adds, like, P3 characters and shit into it. Fair enough. Uh, it's got a terrible story mode. Excellent. I've noticed that every single Persona offshoot, the story modes are so garbage, like... The Dancing on Light story, I'm going to just, like, you have to, like, save. It's literally the plot. It's like if they made it so every section was just, you have to save this dumb idol who's named after a type of meat. (laughs) And, oh, no, you got to save her. You danced. Good. You saved her shadow. All right, the next one. Like, it's so, if you condensed everything you liked about Persona 4 down into, like, a uh, terrible Saturday morning cartoon, you'd have those story modes. And I just, if if you could, if it got it, can we get the writers for the bad for Tekken 3 story into Persona and every fighting game story? Wait, Tekken 3 story as in Jun Kazama is dead, Jin Kazama goes and fights an ogre. Dude, it's dude, Jun Kazama gets decapitated in front of Jin Kazama in that story. That's crazy. Wait, is that actually true? Like I, like I, like it's not like shown in like the CGI things, yeah, but like yeah. But like, like if you like read like the actual like fleshed out plots of like in between two and three, there's some like crazy shit going on. Characters murdering each other and not being upfront about it, and like, yeah, it's, it's, what the fuck? Shit, man. It like it like puts those characters in a different light. So like, I'm just saying, let's get the Tekken three guy, make him write every game. Yeah, I want every game to start with my mom dying due to an ogre attack. Uh, yeah, exactly. I want I want um, Gone Home to start like that. Uh, Spoilers for Gone Home. That's actually how it ends. <laughs> that's how that's how they want you to think it ends, but then it, then it turn then they turn it into something. They turn it into something. Face your true self. Face your true self. Steal your heart. Uh, yeah. So let's. Uh, oh God. 
I've, I've now found a video of just various Tekken 7 Akumas with various goofy hats on them. That's not good. <laughs> you get... Hey, wait a minute. Roger confirmed. Okay. He's wearing a Roger hat. Thank thank God. I've just got to get my fucking punching hands and kicking feet all over that fucking sweet room meat. That was amazing. That was an amazing set of bars right there. Exactly. I just I, I spit I spit I spit flow bar, bars and rhymes and baby. Damn. Writing on fire. Yeah, right ra- rapping on games. Spit, spitting hot games. <laughs> Alright, this is the best game ever because you can give um you can give Akuma metallic rainbow hair, so. Excellent. Yeah. Sounds that's like the, a, that's your name. Sounds like a hell of a I game. also I just realized I don't have any of the news because we're not doing Discord anymore. I, I mean, I, I have Discord open. <laughs> oh, I just shut it off. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say that we just talk about Code Vein. Again, did we talk about this? We talked about it last week, but there there is, there's been a trailer released for it. And, like, it, it it's... Looks like a Souls game. Except you hit the enemies now and they don't react. What? Wait, what? Like, if you watch the trailer, like, there's a bit where you are, I mean, the combat looks like a fucking Souls game and you're, and you're hitting the enemies and they're not reacting to the hits. They're not even, like, staggering or moving back or whatever. You're just hitting them and that looks weird. Um, Also, there's talk of, like, you know, if the cat, if the, if the people don't get the blood, then they go mad, then they, they, they're they're unsalvageable. And I'm like, wait, so this is just Dark Souls, but with blood also, oh wait, we already had Dark Souls, but it's blood instead of humanity. Like, <sighs> I don't know. It's just so just, fucking hard to get excited about this. I just, like, yeah. Uh, I think Bloodborne might be like my last Souls game. Like, uh, yeah, I'm I, I, just across the board. Like, I I, I do want to try uh, whatever that weird knockoff one is that still is like very early on. Um, the the surge or whatever, but that's such a long ways off. It feels like that I'll probably yeah. be okay with trying that again. But then it's like so even even playing Bloodborne now is like I'm like yeah I'll be I'll be glad when this is like the last one I've played. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's my that that'll be my Souls trilogy because then I would have only have played Dark Souls. Dark Souls 3. Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne. Bloodborne. I mean, perfect set of games. I don't need the, the other the, two, to be honest. The best games. <laughs> like, uh, Actually, I saw a video that said that Dark Souls 2 is the bestest and that everyone who didn't think Dark Souls 2 was the bestest was actually a complete moron or something. Uh, that's, and that's a, very, that's a very bad, overly long video. <laughs> no. Hey, Matthew Matosis, you're the worst guy ever. Hey, how about you, how about uh, you just get good? Get good, Matthew. Come on. Come on. Actually, I, it's funny that that video ironically just got me to check out. Matt, I always want to call him Matthew Halitosis. God damn it, <laughs> Matthew Matosis. Matthew Matosis. I was like, this guy's actually good. Fuck this game analysis. Super Shut bad up. breath. Man. I was just like, yeah, man, uh, you just did a good ad for this guy. I kind of like him. Especially uh, yeah, yeah. when I, especially when I watched the video that was in question and found out all that stuff was taken out of context. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and for, for, he was literally showing what not to do, and then H bomber guy took the thing and then said, "This is what you shouldn't do." And I was like, "Wait, but in the video you took that from, he's saying that as well." Yeah, like, I mean, for 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 the record, we both love H bomber guy. 
he's I, I love H Bomber guy, but I gotta say I I'm not a fan of his game stuff as much anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. He's... I like Fallout Three video is great, but <laughs> the big long ones are just like not my favorite. I mean, you know, he, he th- that video where he talks about Bloodborne being genius. Like, I think Bloodborne is genius. I also think that video could have been 15 minutes long. <laughs> I, I'm going to watch it again once I've beaten Bloodborne because I have a feeling that I... I it's one of those videos that I... You know how it is. Like, you just cannot focus on the video and you realize you just sat there for 25 minutes not actually listening it's, to the dude. So it's like... It, 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 like I say, it's part of this, like, larger thing that I'm kind of noticing at the moment where people really want that hour-long analysis video like they really want to just get that at the sake of any kind of you know conciseness or anything like that it's like man there's i mean i I watched the joseph anderson uh, breath of the wild critique and i was like man that is how you do it because like the length there is a necessary byproduct of 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 like of breaking down every element of a game and going through it and you know breaking down in terms of like numbers and stuff like that that requires maybe a slightly lengthier like breakdown of everything like h bomber guys like longer videos and it's not just h bomber guy it's a lot of youtubers kind of doing long form analyses like there was a guy and i feel kind of bad like ragging on him because you know at the end of the day he's just i don't know him he might be a good dude he's just kind of doing what he wants to do like fair enough there was a three hour near automata quote analysis i i skipped through a lot of it and never got to any point that that, like apart from like maybe like the last 15 minutes that wasn't just like plot summary and it's like man that it like you wasted a lot of time <laughs> you know it's if if you're this is like basic fucking like high school essay shit don't summarize the plot like no no one needs that let alone yeah. the people that would be what people the people that would be going to a 3 hour analysis video are not the kind of people they they will have they will have played the game they know what happens like there was a point in that video where it was like um you know and then we meet this character and we could learn a lot more about them from uh, the terminal behind them but that doesn't matter here and i'm like wait what why why does that not matter like that 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 matters if you're if you're doing a fucking three-hour analysis video like surely that shit matters and yeah and it's essentially know when to kind of shorten what you're doing like being an editor like just because your video isn't an hour long like that's often far better if you can get that if you can get the the main crux of what you're saying into 10 minutes if you if you can say like every six words get one word out of that that's absolutely the ideal way to go you don't want to waste people's time with hours of like hours of plot summary like yeah, so I don't know. It, it, like, if you're gonna go the the long form game analysis approach, take the Joseph Anderson approach. Like, break everything down, go in depth with it. Like, don't like if you don't if you don't if you don't want to do that, keep it short. Keep it kind of editorial in style. You know, 
like I do, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, Like, ultimately, like, it, you've got no reason to listen to me, I guess. Like, do what you want. Like, I, at the end of the day, I don't particularly care. It's just something I've been seeing more of lately. And I'm like, you could, you know, f- from from the point of view of someone who's been doing this a couple of years now, like, you could be doing this in a much more efficient way that would save you time, would save your viewers time, would save everyone time. But, you know, I'm saying this also as someone who co-hosts a fucking podcast that we've now been recording for three hours. <laughs> so <laughs> We had an uh, hour and a half of prep, too. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but, you know, it's just fucking do what hey, you man. want, I guess, but like po- podcasts are easier to like zone out and check back in with and still kind of relatively know where you are. I mean, well, I, mean I, don't, I don't know with us actually, who knows the fuck with our podcast, but like, that, that, that is kind of, the, we, we don't have to be concise. We don't have to be, Oh, we, we should be concise, but we shouldn't, we, we don't have to worry about that stuff on here. The, you know the, what I mean? The, 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 the goal of this podcast essentially is just two friends talking somewhat, you know, we, we go, we go, in depth when we want to but like i don't think we need to try too hard jesus fucking christ kevin's people yelling (laughs) Uh, kevin jasmine all these people getting yelled at uh like i was saying actually knocked what i was gonna say out of my mind (laughs) you know like we we could you know we 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 do go in depth every so often but it's oh yeah like you know the, the goal is kind of more just having a conversation like you know we were we were on um game cafe uh heavy eyes right. podcast uh, mitch's podcast uh like last week and that should be going up soon i guess but um like you know we kind of ended up i don't i can't remember if this was on the podcast or off but we kind of talked about you know the fact that like our podcast is like three hours long and i was kind of like well you know as someone who listens to a lot of podcasts i kind of like having something there that like you say you can kind of zone out of and kind of come back in when you want to and stuff and it's like you know that's i think that's kind of just i think i think we achieve that quite well but like youtube videos where you're writing out a script like there's a reason that my youtube videos aren't three hours long you know is because then i'm actually scripting things i am setting things out and saying okay what's the the shortest most descriptive amount of words that i can use to get across my point you know and i don't know i just i feel that there's a lot of videos out there that perhaps aren't doing that you know so but like i say who cares what i think <laughs> um but yeah it's, yeah so as long as you're listening that's all i care about god damn it yep that's uh, you could be in a hot air balloon for all i care yeah, that's, exactly. That was the only that was the only weird thing I could yeah, think. Yeah, hot, hot air balloon, especially reaching out to all those hot air balloon boys. Come back down to Earth. We we miss you. Um, in the in the the, the international balloon station, sky sky station. Um, but uh, yeah, we 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 appreciate you listening, and I think that's probably a good place to kind of wrap up, I guess, because the other news there's two DS two DS coming out. Wait. Do we have any questions? Yes, but also we have been going for three hours. <laughs> oh, that's right. um, Hold on, let me let me just check the curious cat to see if there's very quick questions because okay. I get a lot of not fleshed out questions on there nowadays. Sure. Like, like not 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 deep. Make you think about games. It's more like 
Who's the best character? Um, this is the Rain okay. Games cast. <laughs> I know your favorite. God damn it. I don't know who answered This is an anonymous question, and okay. it's, it's not even written properly, so I'll, I'll translate it a bit better. Favorite Persona 4, Husbando, or Waifu? <laughs> I know I just pronounced both of those things wrong. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck you, whoever sent this in. But uh, Persona oh 4, strictly. Husbando. Oh, God. Um, kanji, probably. I like Kanji. He's, he's, <laughs> he's pretty good. He's, he's, the, he's the rogue with a heart of gold. Um and waifu, it's gotta be Yukiko, man. It's gotta be Yukiko. Damn. Okay. That. Yeah. Same for me with the waifu. I gotta say, Dojima. Oh fuck husband. yeah! Yeah 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 yeah. Dojima is is it made Dojima made Sojiro in five feel like Sojiro is a great character. He's not Dojima. And that's disappointing, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, do, do, Dojima's just fantastic. So, well, there you go. There that's you go. your answer. I guess I don't even need to put that on the internet. I just delete that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, anonymous. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we got we got we got a couple of questions this week. Um, I think I say this almost every week. We get questions, but we will roll them over to next week. <laughs> We now have like a month long question. I'm pretty sure. Uh, like there's, there's a question that's been here for like two weeks, right? Well, then we will instead of news one day, maybe we will have a Q and A segment, and that will be <laughs> <laughs> that will be more productive than news. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I guess all that remains to be said is thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, yeah i mean we may as well say it um if 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 you listen to the podcast and you like it why not just go on itunes and give us a rating or give us a you know review or whatever hell subscribe to it while you're at it yeah i mean it just like ratings and reviews and stuff help kind of push the podcast in terms of itunes algorithm and stuff you know help us out you know and the we, the, gi- the giant bomb cast comes up as a recommended thing if you go to our page i want that shit flipped <laughs> i want us advertised on their podcast so get us up there on those rankings man if, it will happen eventually if we're, if we're not if we're not up there by next week i'm gonna fucking flip shit i'm gonna jump off the nearest building in a video game not in real life yeah exactly and you know don't want you know don't want uh a, a Grand Theft Auto character dying? Do you? Is that what you want? Yeah. Is that what you want? You wouldn't want to- Tommy Versetti. Is that his name? Verisimilitude. Verisimilitude. Tommy Viagra. Tommy, very good boy. Hey, which way are your videos? Uh, yep. All right, and uh, I'll have something next week uh, coming this Friday. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three is the best game <laughs> ever. Okay, all right, bye. You you have no idea how, how accurate you. <laughs> maybe not Friday, but at some point. At some point. You always just say Friday, so it's still like, yeah. At some at some point next week, there will be a video talking about why Tony Hawk's Three might be the best video game ever made. <laughs>
<laughs> this is me, uh, Australian uh, pundit Hamish Black, and I'm here to tell you <laughs> why Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 is the best game ever, and I'm releasing 10 videos next week. Mark my words, mark my calendar. <laughs> if I'm wrong, delete my Patreon, Mr. Jack Patreon. <laughs> Jack Patreon. You heard it here first. That's, yeah, Mr. Jack Patreon. <laughs> Or pay, you know what my favorite is? Uh, Digital Homicide keeps call or you know used to. I don't know. They're probably dead at this point. Yeah. Um, literally used to call Patreon Patreon throughout that entire Jim Sterling argument thing. Hey, Patreon. A Patreon or Patreon? Yeah, it's like wait, you guys are from like Middle America. Why are you being French? Patreon. Yeah, p- p- please, 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 page, please, please, page to my pat Patreon. Uh, and if you yeah. like digital homicide, you're gonna love the dumb ramblings of the writing on games cast. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Actually, that's a bad. <laughs> cut that part out. I don't like that. You just compared us to like dirt. <laughs> Still better than digital homicide. See you later. The writing on games cast better than digital homicide. Uh, in all serious, Nico, where are the videos? Well, I'm happy to report that. And. That's it. That's that's the description of the video. I hope you guys heard that. I hope my mic didn't go out at any point, and I'll see you later. Did you actually mute your mic there? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 you heard you heard what I said. So yeah, of course. Yeah, this sounds like a great plan, Nico. I'm sure people will absolutely. If love you didn't it. hear anything there, it means that Hamish was so jealous of my awesome idea that he <laughs> censored me. <laughs> and you're probably going to see my idea on the Rayon Games channel. <laughs> You yeah. bastard! I'll have your ass in games court for this. Here's here's why the N64 is a good console and the controller's good. From right <laughs> on games. You, that's, that's not what I would make ever. This is, hey, um, hey everyone, it's Nico Blakely. The, the, the N64 controller's really good. Respect. <laughs> it's something the N64 controller is missing lately. <laughs> yeah, they needed that respect button. That w- that's what would have made that controller tolerable. Um. But yeah, that I think that's going to do it. And, yeah, and yeah, just thanks everyone for listening. The chat channel's very, very close to fifty thousand subscribers, and the podcast is nearing a lot, lot of downloads, like thirty thousand or something. So that's that's big. That's big for a lot of mouths to feed. I don't know how I feel about that. It's too many. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, got, responsible for got, all these people. Got, got, got to feed, got to feed these mouths with pure, unadulterated chat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said shat. Yes, exactly. Got to feed these mouths with shat. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Th- thank, thank you to everyone for listening. It really means a lot. And uh, yeah, there'll be n- new video next week. Uh, Nico will have. The, the excellent video that he described to me and sorry if that gets cut out or anything um and are, are you gonna stream anytime soon yeah um getting back on that i've been yeah. been in and out of my house way too much to have a good chunk of time to stream correctly also it's hot as balls and right. i really really want to show the dripping wet side of me that happens so I want by putting headphones like as i'm doing right now uh, wearing so headphones I want, Nico. I want Nico. give me the wet give I'm, me the wet Nico. i'm also i'm also like really i'm always i'm always like cautious with the games i pick i guess i, I, I like i don't want to just pick a millennial game i thought you said a millennial game no no, no just like any like I don't it's like want to I play could, any I could stream ukulele. Games. I could stream any of this shit, but it's like, eh, <laughs> do I want to? 
more interested in like discovering old games with a group you know on the stream that's like what i kind of like yeah, like yeah that's, that's like me seeing shit for the first time along with some other people of course you all have a good goof good 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 goof good laugh you know the good the good also, things in life the small things also in life. let's play the internet will one day be a thing let's play the internet the, the, the good small things in life all brought to you by the writing on games cast this has been that podcast and this has been nico blakely and me hamish black your hosts signing off and just wishing you a good good week and just have have a good time just be careful you know just have a have a good one just detect some metal play play some games and you know just just have have a have have a good one you know and yeah read 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 up on your u.s history too certain individuals so, so important so important you should really know when certain wars happened, why they were fought. That's all I'm saying. That's just, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, if there's one sentiment that I just want to get across, <laughs> it's that everyone just needs to get good. Seriously. Just get good. Get good. If, if, if the world just get just got good, then we'd, we'd all be living in a much happier world, you know? Get good. Gog.com. Get, get Gog. Get, getting on good. Get, get, yeah, this, this has been the Getting on Good cast. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.